You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to episode 117? I think so. Are we, no. are we at 117? No, are we already? We were I, just at 112. I feel like. Yeah, dude, that was like five weeks ago, bro. Damn. Um, I could I could tell you here in a second because I'm going to go to the Patreon page. Ooh. Check do we have a, we've updated. Do we have a Patreon available for we do listeners? Have a pa- we have two Patreons available, Bobby. Two? Do yeah, that's right. We have a bonus track number nine with the Justice League, the League of Justice. Ooh, that's see if they're, like a worthwhile purchase. We see if they're super or not. <laughs> and then, <laughs> dude, I was editing that in that one pun. Yeah, you know? yeah, that got me. That got me. It's, a, it's an itchy one. That it's an me. itchy one. <laughs> and then we have bonus track number nine, Thor Ragnafunny. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to enjoy those. One is uh, 58 minutes and 50 seconds, and one is 46 minutes and 17 seconds, because every second counts. When you donate to Patreon and help support your favorite podcast, that's true. And that would be us. I think we should just pull every. You know what, man? Like, not for nothing. I've got some some buddies in the YouTube field uh-huh. who are getting ready to completely take their stuff off of YouTube. Really? Completely. Yeah. And I'm talking about dudes who, like, you know, we're ma- back in the day, we're making two to three thousand bucks a month on YouTube. Why are they doing that? Uh, because YouTube keeps on blocking their videos on some bullshit. I mean, they keep, they're blocking mine too. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's something I'm saying. It's, it's happening to everybody. Yeah, and the the monetization has has gone down dramatically over the last three or four years, and they just don't think that it's even a viable platform as much anymore. Um, to to you know be able to make some money. Where are they gonna so, put it? Or Patreon. Was, was, oh, Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon is the is the way to go apparently. So I think that's I I think that's a pretty decent idea. Um, you know, I, I wonder, you know, this is kind of off subject, but maybe we can get into it a little bit. I might have to turn my little space heater on, though, because I am chilly, chilly, Are you chilly, chilly, willy little penguin right here. Oh, we should also say we're doing this via Skype. We are Skyping it right now. Yeah. Um, Bobby's got some, uh, people in there knocking hammers around, and I've got some kids in here who are grumpy little bears. I think I blew the fuse in this fucking wall. Huh. Oh, well, fuck it. I don't need a heater after all. Um, just because I'm too lazy to walk and turn the, <laughs> right. the fuse box, ain't that horrible, man? We've got we've become so lazy, so lazy as a, as a people. Um, anyway, uh, I forgot where I was going, man. Uh, Patreon and Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Um, I I wonder, yeah, I got, I'm back, I'm back. I wonder if if we are going to see micro micro cost content in the near future. Like, imagine if, you know, you could a la carte every channel, every content or whatever, and that would be your monthly bill. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, paying a cable bill and paying, you know, internet fees or whatever like that. I mean, what if that, you know, was the next best thing? Right. You know, for for HBO, you only pay for the HBO stuff you want to watch. Right, 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 right. Um, or, or, or even a donation-based stuff, you know? 
Yeah, I guess I, I think, don't. I don't know though. You know, because like, like I wouldn't take a chance on shit anymore. You know, like that's the one. That's the one thing about it. Like I wouldn't. Like I, if I was, you know, doing the HBO thing, for instance. Like sometimes I yeah. just like, man, like this, you know, give this a shot. But yeah, like, if I if I was paying like per show, I'd be like, nope. Hmm. Yeah. I know one thing you wouldn't pay for any more Marvel TV shows. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm I'm anxious to start Punisher. You know what? I'm not even interested. See, like, I'm like, like all right. Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. I'm interested, mm-hmm. right? I'm interested, but like, you know that that threshold you have to meet to actually want to push the button. Yeah. And sit down and watch a for show. The, can't, the, can't, the, the commitment. Yeah, can't find it. I think you. Re- I think sometimes you refer to it as a give a fuck. <laughs> right, right, right. I just, I just can't. I can't muster the give a fuck right now, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing or what. But I just. Yeah, I'm actually excited. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited about that one. I'm. I, I, it's the first one I've been excited about since Luke Cage. Really, really. So we should see. We should see. I don't know. I'll have to. I you know. I. I am. And we'll get into this in our nerd weeks. But I. I am actually excited to go back and watch Justly again. Even though, like, leaving the theater. I felt like I'm good. I don't need to see it anymore, you know, right. because of our our certain <laughs> my certain issues with that. One. We'll get into it a little bit later. Yeah. But now, like talking about it with people and like my kids want to see it, I'm like, damn, I I actually I actually feel the urge. I I feel the give a fuck. Right, right, right. Um, it's it's very it's I just as I start to think about aspects of the movie and I get excited about them, um, the the need to want to be in that that mindset and that position again starts coming. So I don't know how, how early do we want to get into spoilers of that? Oh, we'll do, we'll do it at all, the end. We'll do it at the end. Yeah. That's pretty much all my nerd week is justice league. I've been, I've been working and, uh, driving a lot. Um, dude, dri- driving to DC every day. Yeah. It's it, a bear. It, all right. So, you know, just, just give you guys a little, you know, little glimpse in my life. Been waking up four o'clock every morning, which I'm fine with. I'm a mor- morning person. It's great. I don't mind going to bed early. It's fine. I'm a loser. But uh, the 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 bitch of the bunch is that fucking drive back, man. It's like no matter what time I leave, it's between an hour and a half and an hour and 45 minutes to get home, which most mornings I'll make it to work in like 52 minutes. Um, so like like uh, yesterday I left early because parent teacher conference stuff, which mm-hmm. is which is weird that like that whole. That whole thing. We'll get to that. Right. But uh, even leaving like at 2 o'clock, like, you know, motherfuckers cannot drive. And people in Frederick, dude, let me tell you, man, you motherfuckers do not need a break when you're going up a goddamn hill. That's a fact. Right. You don't need a break. Like, there's a lot of hills coming off of 270 into Frederick. You know, basically Baltimore, D.C., and Frederick is kind of like a triangle. So you have 270 that that goes from Frederick to, to D.C. You got... 70 that goes from Frederick to Baltimore, and then you got, I guess, BW, was it uh, BW Parkway? Yeah, that goes, that goes from DC to Baltimore as well. And you got 695 that goes around around um, Baltimore. You got 495 that's a loop around DC. Um, DC. And then Frederick has, has kind of a half loop, which is Route 15, which is always fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but going up to the mountain, into the mountains. <laughs> Uh, there's some, it's a straight line, but there's some like wavy hills. And for some, whatever reason, motherfuckers like can't control their acceleration. They start breaking, going up a goddamn hill. And, uh, it's just ridiculous. So anyway, um, that's that. How was your, how was your nerd week? Uh, it was fine. I, I, like, uh, we started work on the basement. Mm-hmm. 
it's officially started this morning. Uh, Joe came by and we got all the shit. We made a dump run, got like the TV out of there, AKA the diorama paint drying stand. <laughs> um, and we did like uh clean, like cleaned it all out. They, they're going to start this morning. Like my electricians come in Wednesday and then they are going to come back and maybe finish next weekend. Okay. Um, I'm meeting with carpet people on Friday. Like it's uh it's pretty exciting. I actually made a <clears throat> a little I drew a piece of paper out with like all the shelves and like what my plans are for everything. And you've already got most of your IKEA stuff, right? Yeah, well I got one. I mean we made two orders because they were offering free shipping a couple weeks ago. One order came in, the second order uh is not in yet. Are they still gonna honor the free shipping? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I bought we bought them both went during that deal. Okay. Damn, I should have jumped on that shit, man. Yeah, because it was like – it would be like over $250 or something, but like that's like a drop in the pan, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a drop in the pan for Ikea, but it is like 15,000 items of the same. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's, it's the Taco Bell of furniture places. It really is. That's a good analogy. I like that. Um, they should hire you for an ad campaign. Of course, I saw Justice League with you. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, but to- you know who didn't see Justice League yet? Joe. Joe. I've had some time to reflect on it a bit. And uh what else? Do you feel I, changes? Um I feel some changes. Like I feel changes in both directions, but my score is staying the same because it's like okay, you know. Um and then I what did I do? Oh, I got had this uh, liquor store incident. Um ah, I saw that on the notes. Yes. So I was leaving your house. Uh okay. and I had After Justice League. No, no, no. Um Last weekend when we were recording. Oh, okay. And I had my two oldest with me because they went to the movies with your kids. And we had to stop and get pizza and wine. That was my to-do list. Mm. So I go into the liquor store and my my kids are with me and, like, they're asking me questions. They're, like, bumping into me and shit. And, like, you know, it's a tight little space in that liquor store. Like when you Which – is the one yours or mine? Mine. Okay. And like I'm trying to reach around, so to speak, to grab this box of wine, and as I do, I hit like three bottles, and like oh, I shove, no. I shove my body into it. I yeah. I stop all three, and I'm like, okay. holy fuck! And and I say out loud, I was like, I'm in a tight spot because it's right by the cashier. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in yeah, a tight yeah. spot, and they're like, Do you need help? And I was like, I think I can get it. And as soon as I said that. One of them drops, hits the floor, explodes all over the floor, wine all over the floor, broken glass all over the floor. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I am so sorry. And they're like, uh, this is okay. We'll get a mop bucket. So they like, go back and get a mop bucket. And like, I try to grab the mop, like, as soon as I see it. Well, your instincts, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and like, they're like, no, no, we, we got it, man. And I was like, please, dude, please let me clean this. And um, I was like, it'll make me feel better. And they were like, no, seriously, it's all good. It happens. And I was like, I'm begging you. And they were like, actually, we can't let you do it. And I was like, ah, that's bullshit, but whatever. I, I, so that I they, they might not be able to let you do it. That might be legit. Maybe. So like, Liability. I, I step away. People are coming in. And, uh, the liquor store was fucking dead. It was a Sunday, wasn't it? It was like a Sunday at like 6 yeah. o'clock or so, 5 o'clock or some shit. Which liquor stores are open in our state because that's how we fucking roll. <laughs> yeah. And like it was, it, was, it was dead as fuck, right? As soon as I walk away from it, five people walk in. Oh. 
and they're walking in, and, and my youngest, my, my youngest of the two that were there, was like, "Be careful, everybody! My daddy broke a glass of a bottle of wine. It's glass, and wine is all over the floor. Uh, watch your step." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck! Just everybody, shut the fuck up!" Um, so I, I, I hung my head, and I guess I walked up. I went to pay for my box, and I was like, "Man, please charge me for that bottle." And they were like, "No, dude, you don't have to pay for it." And I was like, "I'm begging you. You won't let me mop. Let me buy the bottle." And they were, and little did they know that you're a professional, right? Like you could, right. you could I would, feed I would, that I would, up and you know, out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and they said no. And so then I went and picked up the pizza and then came home. And as soon as I walk in the door, of course, my kids yelled at my my wife, uh, ratting, ratting everybody out. You'll never believe what happened to Daddy. Yeah. Um. Oh, because I almost dropped the pizzas when I walked in the house. Oh. And they were like, and they were like they were like oh hey, Daddy's dropping stuff left and right. You just can't trust him with anything. Like dude, serendipitous. Last night. This is this is kind of weird, so it's it, it ties into your story quite 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 greatly. Uh-huh. Fucking tired as fuck, bro. I mean, like, like I started my new job this week. I guess I should got into that. It's good. Um, uh, you know, I'm happy about it. The drive is like a pain in the dick, as I've said before, but but it's good. So like last night, dude, I get like we go to the parent teacher conferences for the kids, which is a whole other story. But we get, I'm like, hey, do you want to go out to get dinner tonight? And she's like, ah, let's go home first. I'm like, listen, I'm telling you right now, if I drive home, I'm not going back out. So just, just be prepared for that. She's like, ah, it's fine. Let's just go home then. Blah blah blah. So go home, crack a bottle of wine, polish it down between me right. and my wife, which is, right. which is nothing. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, it's, it's like, like three and a half glasses. Yeah, not even have, not even, I don't even have a buzz yet. Right. Um, then, <laughs> then I we go. Uh, it's like early as fuck, and I'm like, I'm gonna go upstairs. So I bring my wine upstairs. Put it on the nightstand, laying on the bed, top, like on top of the sheets, like on my phone. I reach over and I hit the bottle of wine. I mean, the glass of wine. It starts sliding off the edge, like real slow motion. So I like do some like kung fu snatch the pebble grab of like the rim with like my like my fingers, like like a, like a pincher claw, and right. I grab it. And of course. This volcanic explosion of wine goes up in the air. Like everything's like, oh, like oh, fuck! We just got new carpet <laughs> right. in that room. And right, right. Of course, it goes all over my cell phone, all over my nightstand, over all over my lamp, the bed sheet, the fucking carpet. Just had a couple drip drops. Um, but I was like, God damn it! And I, I, but that, this time, dude, I'm just like tired. And you know, it's it's funny, man. Like I don't I don't have a temper, but I do have a limit. You know what right, I mean? And right, then, right. And then once that once that once that's cracked, I'm like. I just want to watch the world burn, you know, my God, fuck God. I just want to toss the bed out of the goddamn window. You know what I mean? Right. And so my wife coming over there and she's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's fine. Just chill out, chill out. So I get it cleaned up. Right. And I'm like, fuck. All right. So then we get to go to bed and I'm laying in there. I was like, oh man, I really want a melatonin because I want to sleep deep. I'm so tired. I just want to sleep deep. I just want to know that that sleep, you just, you just died for eight hours. Right. But I don't feel like getting one, you know. And she's like, I'll get it for you. So she gets up and gets it for me. And I say to her, I said, don't worry about the wall- water. I'll just swallow the pill whole. Because I got skills like that. No big deal. Someone brag about it, not me. So she brings back the pill. And little I know, she brings a little Dix- Dixie cup of water. Filled to the brim. See where this is going, right? I do. So I'm on the opposite side of the bed. Like, she is near the bathroom. So she hands me the pill. I go to pull it. And then she, at the same time, she's handing me the water. Threw it up in the air. It's because the, the, everything's dark. We had to turn the lights off, and there's water. <laughs> just water all over the bed, like right in the middle of the bed. And I'm like, mother. She's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> That's awesome. 
It was awesome. Then, then we did. I just started laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. It actually brightened my mood. And then, um, then she started laughing, and it was fine. You know, I laughed. She laughed. The toaster laughed. I shot the toaster. Toaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I had this guy, um, this commenting like on all my videos recently. Was it a good, good comment, bad comment. It's it's indifferent. It's it's a neutral comment. It's actually it's an, it's it's more of a question. Every every video is a question. I've got an idea. It's more like a question. What's that for, buddy? <laughs> But look, I don't know. You don't? Not offhand. Selena, you idiot. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, corn dog. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> um, was she still the best Catwoman ever? Uh no. I think I think Anne Hathaway's probably got her. Really? Mm-hmm. I think oh. I think she's the sexiest Catwoman. No, yeah. you know what? Adam West Catwoman might have her. Which one? There's two. The second one. The the like the, the more the more the more famous one of the two. Like the more famously Catwoman. Because the other one wasn't Catwoman for very long, right? I don't know. There's one Let me see. There's one that was that was like a white girl and there's one that she was like Hispanic or she's a little she's a little darker. Let me see here. Uh, I, I don't see I don't, have, I don't, I don't, I don't see black. I don't recall. See, I don't see in color Adam, so I'll have to look it up. Well, I was talking about <laughs> ethnic. Ethnicity, but that's fine. Um. Okay, so Catwoman, nineteen sixty-six, Batman. Let's see here. The version the character was given neither a background. Let's see. Doesn't say. Catwoman was played by Julie Newmar in the show's first and second seasons, and by Eartha Kitt in the third and final season. Oh, so it was split fifty-fifty, pretty much. Well, yeah. Eartha Kitt, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. Let me see. Yeah, she was the second one. But yeah. Ju- Judy, whatever was is like I think more famous. But I don't know. Oh no, Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit is uh, or maybe shit. I don't know, dude. I I I, I legit don't know. Let me see here. What, you don't you legit know, don't know who's sexier? Well, wait, no, wait. I'm trying to figure out who is who. Uh, I might be thinking about Julie. I feel like Eartha Kit is the more notable one, but I feel like Julie Newman is the one I'm talking about. Hmm. Let me wait one second. I'm gonna now. I need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, yeah, we, this is. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely talking about Julie Newmar. I think that Julie Newmar is the sexiest Catwoman, but Eartha mm-hmm. Kitt. I feel like is the more notable one name wise, which is weird. That's fucking me up right now. <laughs> Your life is a lie. It's legit fucking me up. <laughs> yeah, Julie Newmar. I think might be the sexiest Catwoman, and I think uh, Anne Hathaway is probably the best acted Catwoman. Because that, that, Michelle Pfeiffer's classic, but it, it is over the top like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's in the context of that, that movie. You know? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, therefore, the portrayal isn't as effective. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Damn, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar got some, some like, pinup girl photos and shit. Let me, let me check this out. I don't want to stand by. Julie. See, like this is back in the day when women didn't look like fucking stick figures. Dude, I just put Julie in and she popped up like hello. Oh yeah, yeah, she's the one. Yeah, but but Damn, I feel like I would have said this was Eartha Kitt because I feel like Eartha Kitt is the name you associate more with that character. Dude, not for nothing, she's a hot old lady. Not for nothing, she was a hot young lady too. Well, I mean, we've already established that she wouldn't get that role. Look at the hips on her. Yeah, bro. There's a couple dancing photos of her. Um, oh, yeah. Good grief. Good for her. 
Good for her. All right, all right. Let's 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 not let's not dwell too much. Hey, can you give me about five minutes? Yeah. Uh, Joe's not gonna <laughs> like her. Here's a here's a video of her dressed as a Native American, very dark skin tone. So good thing he's not here. You know what? I can I tell, can I vent to you about something that bothers me about Nerd Rage, and it's not the show's fault. Okay. Okay. So I have friends, contrary to popular belief, and they know that I do this show. They okay. know what we talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. And they text me after every fucking movie and say, what did you think? And I want to – every time they do it, I just want to send them a link. <laughs> to the, to the, the thing? Yeah. Like, dude, like, listen to the show. You're going to like it. Like, well, I mean, what, what if they don't have time for the show? What if it's not their cup of tea? What if they just don't like you that kind of way? Well, then, if they don't like me that kind of way, I don't feel like I need to waste my time telling them now, there, about it. There's an f- there's a interesting conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, no, you I ever think have so. You ever have that, that friend who does something, and I know you're going to take this up talking about you, and I'm not talking about you. I have other <laughs> friends who are talented, my friend. So don't get sensitive. I wouldn't have thought you were talking about me if you said talented. <laughs> No, you're a pretty talented guy. But uh, you, you ever have a, a talented, friend that talented is... Talented with my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have a friend that's into like something like music or art, and like they're obviously good at it, right? Uh-huh. But it's just not your cup of tea, and it's really hard for you. Like, like hey, man, you're going to come to my show? And I'm like, dude, I just don't like your shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Um... Nah. And again, I'm not talking about you, so don't. I, I like most of your stuff, so I'm not worried about that. But I, I said that, like, uh, I don't. You should be. I don't. God damn it. I don't know if I have. I don't know. Like, you know I was the most talented guy in the room. Is that what you're? No, 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 no. Because like, <laughs> usually, like, the, like so the the few people I know that have you know been in a band or rapped or whatever, mm-hmm. like I, I always went to their shows. I'm not saying you wouldn't go to their show. I'm saying like you wouldn't like you just don't dig their shit, you know. Um. Yeah. Like, like yeah, for example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for yeah example. I just I just was thinking about like Timmy Grins. Okay. Like I like okay. like like he was part of a group for those listening. He was part of a, a rap group called Arcane. They were they were like moderately successful on an independent level. Like they toured on the Warp Tour and all sorts of stuff. Like you know they lived on the road for years and all that kind of stuff. Like they lived off music for years. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. can't say that. Um, yeah. but I've only ever, I, I love him. I love him. I could talk to him for hours and, mm-hmm. you know, he's an amazing individual, but, uh, I've only ever liked one song he's ever made. Mm. That would, that would constitute what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I know. Cause I got, a, I got a buddy of mine. Um, and he's like, he's a, he's in a band. He, he's a, not a bad singer. He's released a couple things on Amazon and he tours. He's been doing it for years. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, he's not bad. I mean, he's a good guitar player. He's a pretty decent lyricist but like the funny bit about it is like i i know most of his songs are about like him and his wife's relationship and like the bad parts of it and not that they're like getting a divorce or anything like that. They're, they're fine you know what i mean but like i kind of knew his wife before i knew him and not that i'm friends with her like i'm friends with him but it's like it's like dude i know you on a personal level and like this shit just makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> right, right 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 and so like like, and I'm the kind of guy that like wants to understand a little bit of meaning with with whatever anybody's doing on an artistic level. It's like, hey, man, what is this about? And um, you know, and like when I talk to him about it, like it's the same thing. Everything is about my wife. 
I'm like, God damn it, dude. I just can't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? It just, well, it's just funny. Much. Like I had, um, it, it, like just recent, like just recently, like within the last month, um, I don't want to talk too much about what, what the song is about, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I, I like I, I did a, a music project a couple of years ago that I'm still really proud of. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I, I got, I, I never tried to get out there with it. I wasn't hanging outside of Walmart asking people to listen to my headphones. Yeah, I, yeah. I just gave it, I gave it away to my friends and family. Yeah. Um, well, I have I have some copies of it left, and and Chevy Four by Four, he listens to the show. He he hit me up and asked if he could get one, and I uh, I actually gave it to him, and so he said, just like this was a while ago, and I know he's checked it out and everything, and um, but he was like, man, I just finished listening to the last song on the first disc. You are one sick motherfucker. <laughs> is it the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> With Jen? The one that you said, this is the shit that's going to get you on the O'Reilly factor. Yep. Um, yep, yep. You know, so like, like, I, 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 you know, that, that made me think of that. But I, I, I think that, but, that but, 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 but again, that was like, not a satire piece, but that was art. You know, like the, right. that one, spe- that one specifically, it's like, you weren't really trying to tell the story about yourself. No, that not was at more all. Like, not at all. Yeah, of course. Cause yeah. we've established that many times on this podcast, <laughs> right, right, right. but you know, it just, you know, you're looking into the, the mind of a psychopath and how they, you know, operate, operate. It's, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. The world. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting. You know, it's definitely, I'm still staring at Julie Newmar. Um, me too. <laughs> like, like have you seen this one where she's like a little, a little black like black skirt with a blue oh, okay I, dude you were about to fuck me up because i was like dude if he's looking at the same picture i'm Which done one are you looking i'm at? done for the day i'm looking at the one where she's leaning up against the green ladder there's oh. she's there's like a green ladder she's in the cat suit she's got one elbow on the green ladder and there's like a a, a coil or oh like a, yeah that's at the top of my screen dude look at the hips on her i know they she don't lie, is bro. killing it they don't lie I might just have to get that poster. There, I scroll down a little bit, bro. Uh-huh. And there's one where she's like in like a blue, she's like in a blue top, tight top, and a little black skirt. And she's killing it. She's fucking killing it, bro. I'm trying to. This I don't think this is it. Oh, I, I, does the skirt go down past her knee? It does. It does. Okay, I know. Which, I know which one you're talking about. But you know, you know what kills it for me on that one. What's I mean, that? she she is she she's got the swag. I'll give you that. I definitely yeah. agree. Um, is that blonde hair? Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, bro. I don't mind a blonde every once in a while. Yeah, it's just, um, it's just, it's just, it just doesn't look as fun. Maybe. Um, but damn, that one with the batters, it's just like, she's like an hourglass. Like it's on, it's like, it looks like somebody's playing a, a Pictionary. You just put the hourglass on the stuff. Yeah. Um, so, something just, something just happened on Skype. I heard like a boop, 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 um, boop. Do you need to check and make sure everything's okay? Yeah, let me check it real quick. Okay. All right, and we're back. All right, so but, but real quick, just to circle back to the point, right? So mm-hmm. so yes, like you know, I have arcane. I mean, there's that's in that pocket. But here's the difference: I would never call him and ask him to perform his music on the phone for me. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I understand if Nerd Rage isn't your cup of tea, and that's cool. That's I, like I, I'm not like walking around to everybody I know, like, hey man, what'd you think of last episode? What do you mean you don't listen? But if I'm talking about something on a platform for an hour and then you ask me to give you that same hour personally, that's where I'm kind of like, how about if I just show you the timestamp and you could listen, then you'll know exactly what I think. Oh yeah. See, I don't, 
you know what's weird, man? I don't even, I don't want anybody that I, like, um, <sighs> interact with daily to even listen to the show. Right. But, like, I, I'm like, like, you know, like, so here's the thing. I'm okay if somebody's like, hey, man, like, what'd you think of Justice League? And I'm like, yeah, 7.5. Mm-hmm. And then if they're good with that, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if, if they're not good with that, if they want, like, an in-depth conversation. Now, it's different if, like, if, like, we're going to have, like, a real back and forth. But if they're just trying to get, like, whether or not it's a recommendation for them to go see it. Oh, uh, if they don't want to participate in actually having a dialogue. Right. Okay. You know, then I can, like, I can well, co-sign. I can co-sign that. Okay. All right. Then yeah. it's like, dude, all the information you need is is right here. You can skip if you if you're not into the show, you can skip to one hour and thirty minutes, and you're fine. <laughs> I, I feel that way sometimes with like people, like and I, I like I don't mean any disrespect to any listeners, but like when people hit me up, like you know the fans toys, fans toys, uh, Silverbolt dropped this week, like the pictures. Oh, how was it? It looks amazing. Um. No, I know. I'm just trying. I thought you already got it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So, 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 look. I'm gonna be talking about it on Shattercast, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got like 30 PMs. Like, hey, man, what do you think? And I'm like, looks good. I'll be talking about it Friday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I can't do this with everyone. I can't have this conversation with everyone. I just don't have that kind of time. I, I have these platform. Now, if you're like, if you hit me up and you're like, hey, man, I have an issue with this. You know, like people have hit me up and been like, hey, I ordered from this store. I've seen you shout this store out. I'm having a problem with this. Is there anything you can do? And I'll hit up the stores. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, so-and-so hit me up. Say he's having an issue. Do you know anything about it? But yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, uh, tell him I'm going to get to him ASAP or whatever. Like, I'll, like I'm, I'm all for helping. Helping but people. You know, helping or, or having like a quick, like if somebody's like, hey, man, uh, you know, DX9 carry or, or MP hot rod or whatever. You know, and like, I give like a quick blurb and be done. Like I can't have like an in-depth conversation with you about something that I'm getting ready to have an in-depth conversation about and put it out to everyone. Like I, gotcha. I, I can't, I can't, I can't take the time to double dip. I just can't take time. Can't take time for people. It's, no, I get it, man. No, I'm down to single dip. <laughs> Give me a single dip. Single dip. Single dip. I'm ready for the single dip. Just not the double dip. Can't double dip. I feel you. You know, it's the redundancy of it like, that I, I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, my my big thing on that, which is similar, is the. Do you want me to Google it for you? Like that, that, that kills me. Yeah, but I, I, to, to be fair, I rarely, I rarely get those. I know you get those a lot, and but like, I rarely get those. Every once in a while, I get it. But I, this all started with this guy leaving comments. <laughs> Let me circle back to this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm actually gonna walk my computer with the headset and turn on this damn breaker because my fucking chili with the penguin down here, bro. Continue so, leaving comments. Yeah, so he, he leaves a comment area, and it's harmless. But like, can I give you some examples? Yeah, I did a re- the, the review in the title, the title of the review that you have to click on as a human to to, to view is Storm Collectibles Street Fighter Five Ryu. Oh, Ryu. And do you know what his question is in the comments? Hmm. What game is this from? Wow. Um, Maybe he's trolling you. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so like, uh, I had a, um, a review that I put up yesterday in the title. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, S.H. Figuarts, Kylo Ren. <laughs> His, what movie is this from? What Star Wars movie is this? <laughs> um, how, how was that toy? Uh, it was good. The... the, the, the uh, 
the face the face is not great. I think the sculpt is great, but the way the paint, the digital like dot matrix paint hits that sculpt, is mm-hmm. it's not the best at all. Um, but like, dude, 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 it's time out, time out. So this little space heater I got, uh-huh. you know they have little mercury switches in there, so they don't like if they tip over they don't sort of fire. Uh huh. It's so sensitive. The cord was under one side, and not making it level enough to activate. Wow. Isn't that wild? That is. That's good, though. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, it's not good when I walk up to hit the breaker switch and there's nothing to fucking fix. <laughs> right, that's, right, 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 right. That's besides the point. Continue. So, um, so anyway, like, and, and then he just had one for RC. Uh, and I, I, uh, I think he was like, what, um, I can't, I can't even remember what he asked, but it, it was something like, you know, what, what, what transformer is this? You know, it's just like, dude, come on, man. Like, every question you ask is really in the title. And it's the same dude? Yeah. And, he's and he, got to be trolling well, you, has Well, he has a foreign name, so I'm not sure if there's a language barrier, but he writes fairly well. Maybe he translates. Maybe he translates. But yeah, I feel like when you translate, it never turns out right. Do you know what I mean? I, they're getting better and better at that, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He might he might just be an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> that might, you know that 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 that's always a variable that you ne- you're never quite sure of if it's legit or not. He might just be a proper fucking idiot. Right, 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 I don't right. Know. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. It just it's just it's just bizarre. But I I did uh, somebody accused me of being lenient on Kylo Ren. Um, but like accusations. Yeah, and like it, you know, it, and it, you it, say it, it was you're absolutely. You say I, you're absolutely right. I'm a Star Wars apologist. <laughs> yes, I did, but it, it it was it was a fair it was a fair criticism that he was making. But like I had to explain it. Like the the ball peg where the neck connects to the torso is like shallow. So like when you go to pull the head forward, it just pops right off the ball peg. Okay. Um. So he was like, I can't believe, you know, you're, you're giving this figure a pass and, and recommending it when the head pops off. And it's like, well, it's not that the head just pops off. Th- that's not the complaint here. The complaint is that the articulation is limited. I'm pushing the figure beyond what it's capable of doing, which is causing the joint to fail. But yeah. it, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a different thing. So it's, it's not like if, if like if it, I just had the figure and the head was just falling off left and right, then I'd be like, look, this is an issue. Don't buy this. The head won't fucking stay on. But but what's what's really happening is that it's just is you're giving it a pass because you're a Star Wars apologist. Said I'm a Star Wars apologist. But what's really happening is that it's just the engineering is is not the articulation just for the neck is not great, mm-hmm. but the articulation for everything else is perfect. Gotcha. You know, so it's like it, it's it seem it may seem like a big deal, but it's not. It's just like one thing they could have done better. And then the paint on the face, they could have done better. But that's like the real complaints of that figure. The accessories are great. The sculpt is, is good, in my opinion. The uh, the articulation is great across the board with the exception of the neck. So it, most of it is awesome. So um, is it going to replace your other Kylo? Um, I haven't decided yet because like I really like his helmet. Do you know what I mean? But like, I so to speak... <laughs> Dude, you were so invested in that one. Yeah, like, so, like you I were like, oh. it was so, it was so authentic. Yeah, it was. It uh, was like there was some passion. I could, I could feel your passion. Yeah. Continue. So, 
I'm talking about a shiny helmet. I think it's I think it's going to depend on how I feel about him after this movie. You know, like Ooh, if as okay. of as of right now, the the Kylo Ren in the helmet speaks to me more. But it is possible. <laughs> I said in. I said in. I didn't say and. Um, <laughs> but but after this movie, you know, Ky- Kylo Ren without the helmet, so to speak, may speak to me more. You know, so, okay. so it's, it's just too soon to tell. But like one of the ex- things they did was cool was they give you like an extra Kylo Ren with the helmet and neck so you can swap out the different heads. And then you can con- disconnect the Kylo Ren helmet from the neck, so to speak. And he has an additional hand where the fingers are gripped like in a tight U. And you can oh, have him hold the, hold the helmet. Oh. Which is fucking a cool so idea. The, 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 sh- the shape, the hand is like made to hold the helmet. <laughs> so to speak but you know that that's fucking like I've never seen that done before you know like that's fucking cool yeah yeah, yeah. I think you see it at least twice a day um, <laughs> sometimes dude I had I, I had I, I had to do a, um, I had to do one for insurance two nights ago what does that mean like uh, I like I was getting you know I was it was after Justice League okay Um, I had just seen Gal Gadot for two hours isn't she just amazing? She is, but I, I got I got I got a little complaint about her in this movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, not not. It's it's a, it's a shallow ass superficial. Because she's pregnant, Bobby. Was she it's pregnant horrible. in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Um. So watch your fucking words. It's it's a it's a, it's a shallow <laughs> ass superficial complaint. Um. Oh man. But there's like, all right, fine. I'll just say it now. There's a lot. Of, did you notice there's a lot of ass shots of her? Like in I did in regular clothes. Like there's a scene where she's walking down the street when she goes to meet cyborg. It's like a close up on her ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there, there was, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Now that I think about it, like there's a lot of scenes like that. And I got to tell you, mm-hmm. not impressed. You should be. Dude, there's not much there. Nah, now, there's, now there's in, the, in the wonder woman suit signed on. And I think she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Do you know what I mean? But if, if we're talking, if we're talking as men talk and I was being hypercritical, you know, I, I'm like, eh, you know, I would have hoped for a bit more. But um, I say that to say this. She's a beautiful woman, and I, and I was watching her for two Very talented. I was watching her for two hours. I came home, and I, it dawned on me. I was like, holy shit, I'm getting ready to go to work tomorrow. Okay. And yeah. I haven't exercised a demon in 48, well, 72 hours. Oh, and I was like, forbid. I need to do this just so I'm not fucking flying off the handle tomorrow. You know, I need to do this for insurance purposes. So. How did it all work out for you? It was quite enjoyable. <laughs> you, got, you got any good jerk-off stories this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Dude, I, ha- I, I, don't have, I don't have time to do that shit, bro. I haven't had time to do that, to do anything this last week. It has been like drive, get up early, go to work, come home, Wolf something down and like I'm ready to go to bed. It's good. It's 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 very good. But it, it's it, all right. You ever had this? All right. So for the last decade, my schedule has been relatively the same. Now it might be different days off or different hours, but like working these like twelve and a half hour days, you get used to them. But like the, your first day back, you're so burnt after, you know whatever had the length of that shift and, and every other weekend is even is even worse because you're working you know between friday and saturday like almost 60 well, not 60 hours it's 55 hours you know what i mean um 
because you had drive times and and I I'm, I'm always one of those guys that gets gets there early and whatnot. So like my first day off of work is kind of like recovery. You know what I mean? And it just flies by. Like now I feel like my day my days fly by. My days are quick, right? Right. right. But I feel like I'm present a lot more during them. So I feel like I'm doing a lot. And then I got five of them in a row, which seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. But then, like the the week is already gone, so it's 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 a strange feeling. It's like if the day flew by, but was slow was long at the same time, but not in a bad way. Hmm. You know, um, very it's very strange, very strange feeling. Right, right, right. You know, but it's fine. Yeah, it's just you know, yeah. You, you ever experienced anything like that? Uh, I don't know, like. Are you talking about work work day specifically or any old day? Just, I mean, like, so in your the the last few years of your life, Uh do you feel like they've flown? They this flaunt have flown by and like you don't. It's extremes, man. Because some days I feel like they just crawl. You know, yeah. My God, like it's only two. You know, and then some days I'm like, I'm not gonna get it all done today. The day left. Well, like. it seems like yesterday my my ten year old was born. Oh yeah, you know it doesn't I mean? it doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah, like it feels like yesterday my ten year my my youngest is seven, you know, and I'm just like, what the where the fuck did the time go? And like I'm they're starting to ask me questions about stuff, like hey daddy tell me a story about when I was a baby, and I'm like dude I don't even remember you being a baby now, you know what I mean? Right, but right. It feels well, like, but it feels like it just happened. It, it's the it's the craziest thing, man. It's the craziest thing how how fast time flies. I feel you know? like everything is in like a time freeze for me, and then it makes this big jump. Because you have an infant. Maybe, but like yeah. I feel like like with Jaina, like there's this period where she was a baby, and it was hell, and then like all of a sudden, like she was like six months old, six months old, six months old, six months old, three years old, and yeah. and then that time she was fucking amazing, like. It was probably, you know, it was probably the best experience of fatherhood that I've had, like when she was like three to five, uh-huh. you know, and then she was three years old, three years old, three years old. And now she's nine and she's, yeah. she's a pain in the dick, but you know, smart and sweet and all those sorts of things. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Anyway, um, I forgot how we got to this, to become a gal with his ass. Which I think is another amazing thing. So, I'm eh, not, it's definitely not amazing. It's definitely not amazing. I, I think. Dude, I think. I look I at. The, Amy, I look at the hope. I think Amy Adams might have it beat. Really, a- a- Amy Adams looks a little rough in this. Yeah, well, she, and I don't she, know if, no, if she was look, supposed I'm to. Talk, I'm not talking about that. And she doesn't. And she doesn't. She she's not an attractive person to me anyway. <laughs> but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just 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 the curve. Like. She might have Gal Gadot beat in the in the in the ass department. <laughs> I don't know, bro. She might. I just and I would have never said that until this movie. But maybe it was mm. green screen ass. Maybe it was a stunt ass. I don't know. Stunt cock. Well, you know, like like a lot of times, like if, if the face isn't in it, it's not them. Oh yeah. You know, so like I don't know. Um, all right. So let's do some news. And sometimes when the face is in it, it's not them. Sometimes when the mustache is in it, it's not them. Yes. Oh God. Um. So we have Danger, mm. a Danger Girl movie in development from the Resident Evil producers. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
now this doesn't mean shit. You know, like this could just be talks and nothing could happen. Do these characters even have enough to really float their own thing, or uh, or is there enough there for them to be invented on the big screen? To I think there's a you know? I think there's a, there's not enough there to make anything real. Do you know what I mean? But there's yeah. a, there's enough there to like Charlie's Angels it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I bet. Uh, what's her name? Is one of them. Uh, fuck. Margaret Robbie, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie? Yep. I bet she's one of those roles, bro. Maybe. She'll get Abby Chase or something. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad choice. I mean, I'm, I'm, it wouldn't be a bad choice at all, but I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. That, that, that role was probably, one of those roles was probably meant for how she's affected the uh, male audiences here recently. Who was your favorite of the three? Uh, the Russian chick with the knives. Yep, that was mine too. I mean, she should be everybody's favorite. It's that fishnet shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's just the dark hair. No, she had. What she, what, she didn't have dark hair. Oh no, she had blonde hair. Yeah, yeah she did have blonde hair. Huh. She's that that that. The, I'm a sucker for fishnets. That, is it that dark look? She she definitely looked the darker of the other all all three. Yeah, it's that damaged, <laughs> damaged. Because <laughs> then there's an Australian chick who was brunette and then abby was sydney was sydney savage was that her name yeah yeah and then abby abby chase sydney savage uh, natalia i want to say was the other natalia one. was a rush chick yeah yeah um so one show to guide them the lord of the rings lockdown yeah, um I like it it is going to be untold stories so it's not going to be the novels for now for now fly you fool uh, Sharon and the team at Amazon Studios have exceptional ideas to bring the screen previously unexplored stories based on J.R.R. Tolkien's original writings. So that sounds like exactly what I want. Yeah. So I'm 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 more excited about this than ever. You know, there's a lot of stuff in the Lord of the Rings movies they didn't do as well. Um. So I'd be interested to see if they go back and explore those characters. Uh, so it says there is a catch. Creatively speaking, the series will explore storylines set before the events of the first Lord of the Rings novel, The Fellowship of the Ring. In other words, the war to destroy the One Ring is chronicled in Peter Jackson's Oscar-winning trilogy. Uh, so the story is either set before The Hobbit or in between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Perfect. Nice. I hope we get it before The Hobbit. To tell you the truth. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's exactly let's, what I want. Let's you know. Let's let's do a couple. Let, let's do the. Do you remember Rome? How they did Rome on HBO? They would do like key points, and they would fl- the next season they'd flash forward like fifteen years or something like that. There was only two seasons, weren't there? Or maybe it was just episodes they'd flash forward. I can't remember. I, I couldn't. I had, I had a hard time getting into it, and then before you knew it, the show was canceled. Yeah, it was a good show, man. I think the same people who did Rome are make make Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a great show, man. Um, the next one is not looking good. Uh, so, uh, now Sony is developing a, a Morbius film as well. Um, <laughs> Why? Why? See, but like, so like this shit, like this and Silver Sable and Venom and all this shit, like the, the thing, like, I don't even give a fuck, but the, the, like the, the problem that I have with this is that like the more they talk about being productive, the less I feel like Marvel's going to get it back. That's my issue. That's my yeah, issue. Yeah, but you know what, dude, they've also done a- we're, we're 
in pre-production for a Sinister Six movie. Yeah, no, you know no, what I mean? no, no, I'm not. And a Spider-Man, and a Spider-Man Four, no, I'm not and an Amazing Spider-Man Three. I'm just wishing they weren't talking about it at all. Then I could go in my mind; it would be more likely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were just like, uh, oh, we don't know what to do. Can we just be honest? We have no idea what to do. Then I'd be like, ooh, we might be getting it back. But like every time I hear, it, and now we're gonna develop a Prowler movie. I'm like, ugh. Uh, like the Spider-Man film franchise is Spider-Man, you know, and it, it like, it, and if you want to really blow that universe out, then you got to do, you know, do a Spider-Man movie, do a Miles movie, do a, like do all that shit, but you can't, mm-hmm. you're not going to make some successful franchise with a fucking, with a Morbius movie followed up by a Silver Sable movie. Like that's just not how this works. And Morbius like a, a half-assed vampire. Right. I mean, like, how how would you even go about doing that? Make him like a genetic vampire, like he is in his lore, and then like he finds real vampires, well, make he, it a vampire movie. Yeah, he ends up in New Orleans, and he does an interview uh, with a guy writing a, a comic book, and uh, he's kind of ambiguous, and I don't know. Uh, uh, I you know I, you know I love van- the vampire. No character, but I do feel like they're they're just done to death here recently. Yeah, you know? yeah. When was the last good vampire movie? Ooh, oh, that's a good one. It might be, it might be the second Underworld movie. Uh, maybe Dracula Untold or whatever that was. Dracula Untold wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. I, I do like I do like Luke Evans, and and it was a good, it it was a good mythology. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, maybe maybe you might be right about that one. Um we have Happy Little Violence, the 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 teaser trailer for Deadpool with Yep. I think that was everything it needed to be. It was fine. Got it to, was fine. It was I mean it was funny. Yeah, yeah, like um I mean, here's the thing, man. Like I I don't I don't need any disposable gags from Deadpool, you know? So if you're going to make it a trailer, make it a trailer, let me see what's going on with it, and let me get excited about it. Like, that, like seeing him do gags doesn't, it doesn't excite me, because, like, uh, everybody does get Deadpool gags. Right. This is interesting. Like, like for example, that, that Logan Deadpool gag, where, like, that guy came back with, in the DeLorean and tried to, like, Say you know save Logan right. I wish that was legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As soon as I found out that was fake, I was like, oh wow, th- this this is the Achilles heel of this character, because it's so easily repeatable. I don't even know it's real anymore, you know. And it just pulled me out of like it pulled me out of the give a fuck, dude. Like really, I was so disappointed. Like so, I mean, I'm high as fuck right now. It's it's okay, cool. Yeah, Bob Ross is awesome. I get it. Um. Let me see Cable. Or get the fuck out of here. And, fun side story, Brutus's uncle, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, no, Brutus's father uh, and Mario's father were Bob Ross's Coke dealers. Is that right? Yeah, like, there's, like, they had pictures of them, like, in their living room with, like, Brutus's dad, Mario's dad, and Bob Ross, like, all hanging out and partying. Huh. I didn't, I didn't figure Bob Ross for a Coke guy. <laughs> yeah, because he seemed, well, he, he doesn't seem like a Coke guy. You know, he's, well, he seems like a pot guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's true. I guess it's true. But he's definitely a druggie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the trailer. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. 
Let me ask you a question. Do yeah. you think that drug users are unfairly villainized as bad people? Um, I think they were when we were growing up. But I, I, I feel like some of that, like, you know, like the, the drugs being like there are some drugs that will straight up demolish your life. Yeah. You know? Um, like crack and meth, crack, and, you know. meth, heroin, like they are going to turn your life inside out. Actually, heroin, 70% of heroin users are highly functioning. I like get up, go I to their find, jobs. I find that statistic unlikely. Uh, it's, it's the, it, like you got to, you got to imagine too. Why should see opioid? opioid okay. Users, opioid users is different yeah. because there's a lot of people using it for legit pain and all that kind of stuff that, that but there, there are some high end smack heads. That like you know can afford the good stuff. It doesn't poison the shit out of them, and that they can like, you know, highly functioning man. Yeah, I think that I think that that statistic is definitely factoring in like prescription drugs. Because I mean, I've used opioids prescription wise, you know. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And take and, and but I've also you know even to be fair, like I I when I was taking them, mm-hmm. I know me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would let my pain get to an unbearable level before I popped another one. You know. Yeah, I mean and, what. What tends to happen is, is well, I mean, it's a whole other conversation. It's not really worth getting into. But, like, there, there is there is an aspect of, like, depression and, and that people who are on this for a long period of time and they start building up tolerances and they have to use it more and more and more for it to be effective. Right. And the depression makes them hurt more. And then they can't get it. So then they go to street drugs, which right. are not regulated at all. Right. Very dangerous. And that's when they get into trouble. Right. Yeah. But, like, um, I feel like, you know, because I mean, like you know, like even the the medications isn't you know, it's not heroin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it it's it's like one of those things where like I knew myself, you know, know thyself, and mm-hmm. and then the moment that the pain started relieving, like, and then it would get to a point where it started to get bad, I would take half a pill, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then before you knew it, the pain was gone, the medication had worked, and I threw away half the fucking pill bottle. You know what I mean? Like, but that that you know that it's it's. Like there are there are drugs that that can that have a high potential of fucking wrecking mm-hmm. your life as you know it. Yeah. But I feel like when you grew up in the '80s, like and then became a teenager in the '90s, the the narrative that was told to you was that drugs will wreck your life. Period. And as yeah. and as you get older, you're like, well, that's not really true. Um, I remember my mom telling me when I was a kid, mm-hmm. which she she lied about a lot of stuff. She said, "Hey, net, you you should never do cocaine." Because my grand my grandfather died of a heart attack, and she's like, "There's drugs and there's things in drugs that can just instantly kill you the first time you take it." And since your grandfather had a heart attack, you probably shouldn't do it. You'll probably have a heart attack, and you'll die. Right. Now, I never really had the interest or the curiosity to ever do hard drugs anyway. Right. Um, but it's just it's it's funny like that was like the the narrative like yeah. And, and there was there was some basketball player I remember, and she like you know pointed him out like some young kid who was go, getting ready to go to school, and did did cocaine and fucking had a heart attack and died, you know. So it was it was one of those things like see you see right right right, <laughs> but like 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 I just um I and even the the hard drugs like you know I don't think that that necessarily makes you bad people because you do them, uh, yeah. But uh, I think that we grew up in this fear era, and I think some of that has subsided. You know, I mean, with especially you know, marijuana being de- uh, you know decriminalized in a lot of places, yeah, and yeah. Like, there's a, there's a lot of changes that have happened, and so I don't think that this generation grows up seeing them the same way. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I definitely think that my view on them was tainted by like the, you know, the education that I received as a kid, like the dare program and the, you know, all that, like it gave me a, uh, you know, a, a false kind of skewed, yeah, skewed view on it. Yeah. I, most, I feel, you know, honestly, man, I feel like most of my legit drug education came from rap music. Hmm. You know, by the time that I got old enough to like, you know, be in circles where you could experiment with drugs. I was like, I'm definitely not doing this. I'm definitely not doing this. And I'm definitely not doing that because Ice Cube said it's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or not kill me, but like turn me into a fucking junkie. Like, yeah. like, like, so, so like I, I had this like base education. Thanks Ice Cube. Thanks Ice Cube. Bing. <laughs> you, know, you know, but like, or, or, or whoever, you know, Cool G Rat was another one that like I was a heavy fan of when I was a kid and like he talked a lot about drugs and about like what drugs did to people. And he was talking about it from a, almost a, not boasting, but like, a, you know, a money-making perspective. But from that dialogue, I was able to understand like these, this, this will, you will lose your identity with mm-hmm. this shit. You know? And I also like, once again, know thyself. I, I know I'm, a, I'm a, I have, like, look at my base. I have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I don't have one of anything except house. That's true. You know, like, so I just know that I, 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 you can't even eat one potato chip. Hell no, especially not. <laughs> even now, now, in your defense, you've been really good with one serving, though. I do do I do I do do well with one serving. With you know what the great the great thing is about that? What's that? The one serving is usually made up of multiple things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like uh, you know, I, I think there is a, you know, I, and I wonder about that conversation with my kids because like not for nothing, man. Like I'd rather my kids, you know, I'd rather my kids partake in marijuana than drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, but I, of course, I don't want them to do any of it. I want them to always say their prayers. I want them to eat every vegetable. I want them to, you know what I mean? There, like, there is some evidence though that marijuana is not good. Is it is bad for anybody under the age of twenty five? Well, I'm not saying it's good. That's not. That's well, not, no, no. I think it. I can't. I think it can't be. No, good. no but, I'm not, can't but be that's good not even. For, I'm not talking about good and bad. I'm just talking about if my kids are experimenting with substances, I'd, I, I'd rather them not experiment with any of them, obviously. Yeah. But if yeah, they yeah. are, I'd rather them go this route than this route because I feel like, man, you can drink and make – like, and I, you know, double standard, but it is what it is. You can drink as a young lady and make some really poor decisions. Yes. You know? Yes. I do feel like it is it – is, well, I, I should I should temper what I say that nowadays I do think that young men – um run the risk of terribly fucking their life forever. Definitely. You know, like just saying the wrong thing, being in the wrong place and they're done. Uh, I think I do feel like women are vulnerable, but I do know some, I, I do know some young ladies who had traumatic events and they've turned it a lot, turned it around and made good stuff of their life. But like young guys doing the wrong thing, um, you know, that they're, they're done forever. Yeah. You know? I mean, ever, like ever. It, it has the potential both ways. Yeah. But like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot less stories that I've heard from women that involve regret and marijuana. Okay. In comparison to alcohol. Hey, what what do we think about this whole, you know, my, my wife said something fucking funny as shit the other day. And, you know, we've been kind of, my wife has got a, privately, she has a dark sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like she can say, 
She can say some stuff. Like you think we say fucked up shit on this podcast. I wish I could get her on this podcast to say some fucked up shit because she says some wild shit. Uh-huh. And the, <laughs> I almost embarrassed to repeat this shit. So the other day, we were talking about something, and, and I and I keep on like anytime the news comes, like up oh, Weinstein effect in like all these people. And she said some shit, and I, and she's like, you know, this is some bullshit. Because you know, say like, look at all these. She's like, look at all these these fucking attention whores. He's like, because you know some of these bitches like like uh, aggressive men. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing, right? And I was like, oh my god. I was like, you can't say that. And then she's like, you know, this is, this is it. This is the end, right? She's like, this is the end. We're all gonna... Nobody's, everybody's gonna be scared to say anything to anybody. We're all just gonna be platonic friends and nobody's gonna fuck anymore and nobody's gonna procreate yeah. uh, the really, species. There's a really good conversation about that on Brilliant Idiots this week. Or they oh, have, really? Yeah, they have this woman... Um, they had this woman from a uh, a podcast called Improper Etiquette, mm-hmm. um, and we had and then Charlemagne and then uh, Schulte, and then also they had this guy uh, Wax who's fucking hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know, like they're all talking about like you know for because you know I think most of them are single on that show. Okay, like, like Charlemagne's married, but the other three were single, yeah. and they talk about like. You know, the like, of course, like, you know, no way should be assaulted. And some of the shit that happened to these people is just terrible. And um, anybody that jerks off into a potted plant probably shouldn't be around people. And like, you know, there's there's tons of things that go along with that. But they're talking about like the adverse effects that it has just socially, you know, and what it could mean for the future. And like, you know, like where where does it stop? Like if you're kissing a person and you go to move on to the next step. Like, like, and they made a good point. Like, you know, I feel like when we were kids, right, mm-hmm. we were like in high school and you, you know, you're making out with your first girlfriend, second girlfriend, whatever, and you go to put your hand on their chest. If they weren't into it, they would just move your hand away, you know? Yeah. And then you just kept, you just, okay, this is where we're at right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like now there's like, you know, like that could be considered assault. Dude, I got a funny story about that, about that whole thing. I was making out with this chick. Right, and she was she was cute, but she wasn't like she had a n- nice legs, nice ass, but she wasn't very chesty. And making out with her, and and I kept on trying to go for that that grope. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And she kept she just she just didn't feel very adequate in that area, so she kept on pulling my hand down below. And uh, so and I kept on going up, and later later she was like, you know, I said something to her. She said, "You could have had everything." Except that one thing, and you like, dumb dumb guys worrying about some boobs. You know what I'm saying? I could have well, got the whole, could got the whole shebang. I also think that guys just in their head, they're like, nope, this is next. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I that's exactly what I thought. You know, I'm like I gotta do this, I gotta do that, and like there, there's an it, order, there's an order yep, to life. Yep, yep. <laughs> Step one: collect underpants. <laughs> Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but but I could have collected underpants and, and <laughs> yeah, like, it like, didn't. Like, you know, where, where, like, so, so, like, obviously, like, if you walk up to a woman and you, for, for, you know, if you walk up to a woman and, uh, or if you're, you're dating a woman, you know, and she, and, and you haven't had sex yet and you go to initiate that act, and I'm talking about legit penetration, and she says, no, I'm not ready, right? Mm-hmm. And you stop. There's that, there's that, like, there's that leniency there because the act hasn't happened. She she perceives that the act is getting ready to happen. She lets you know that she's not ready, so she's saying no, and then you have the ability to stop, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you 
cross that line, then you have made an error. Yeah. But with like, if, if, like, if some of this stuff progresses, it does get scarier because that's like one of the few things where the opportunity presents itself to have a clear line. Do you know? Cause like, if you're kissing a girl and everybody's like having their eyes closed and like, you know, you, your hands move on to the next step and that's perceived as an invasion. Like that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hold, hold on one second. Yeah. And then like, you know, the other thing that's kind of crazy is women, women already have a struggle to try to, you know, learn about themselves sexually. You know what I mean? Is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I guess we all kind of do, but I think well, the I, women's I, situation is more complex. It's well, not only that, but because women. All right, how do I? I've talked to a lot of I talked to a lot of women about this subject. No, but like for real, if you talk to women, you know, boy, young boys like, dude, give me. I want to look at the porno. I want to. I want to go jerk off. I want to go do this. I want to explore this. They're about the exploration. You know what I mean? Sure. Where I, I feel that you know, women, it's like, oh, that's nat. Some some women, not all women. Some you know like oh that's nasty or you know that first time you had to talk your wife into something you know what I'm talking about you know or your girlfriend you know it's it's more it's much more frequent that a guy's like hey let's let's try X Y Z than a woman is to say hey let's try X Y Z would you agree to that Yeah yeah well I think that's I think that's also like the natural order of things yeah, Okay and but see like but now I, I kind of feel like man this is gonna push everything back. So, so far, because I do think that people are going to start to look for opportunities of victimization. Well, yeah, well, that's what what the thing is that, like, it gets scary. That's what I'm trying to say is that, like, if if you don't like if it like it's going to either a get a lot of people jammed up or b it's going to kill intimacy. And like there is a line, you know, there's there's an obvious line that men can cross. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And And like that line should be pretty clear. But like if, if you don't if, – if, like if a man doesn't have the opportunity for a woman to like you know move his hand away or say, or say I'm not quite ready for that or whatever, then, then what that ultimately means is that a man has to ask permission for each step. And that is – that's going to kill the intimate – is it OK if I touch your – No, dude, that, that's, that, dude that's, that's what they're doing now. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the yeah. problem. Like, like, like I would like to move my hand now. Uh, to your left breast, if that would be like nobody, like go, like even even if a woman is in is up for it, shit, nobody wants to have that conversation right then. You just wanted to kind of be this organic thing, and 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 if if it does go too far and the woman is not comfortable, then yes, she should say something, and then yes, you should stop. But but yeah, but that should be how it goes. You know, it shouldn't be this ask. I, I feel like asking permission for every little thing, like it's just like it, asking permission doesn't necessarily have to be verbal. Yes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I guess I wonder if it's going to be a sit-down meeting before you like. Listen, we're going to plan to have our first sexual interaction on a Tuesday <laughs> right. at three o'clock. These are what is acceptable, and these are options that we can address. Uh, except, you know, but we have the you know the this party has a right to you know pull out no pun intended out of the agreement at any time. You know what I mean? Just right. Like right. So. I mean, like, May- yeah. hey, maybe maybe we should just get back to having getting married before sex. You know, it it. it it's- oh, did I ever tell you the story about the guy I know that's like a super born again Christian, and and 
saved him and his girlfriend like, like were together for years, saved themselves from marriage. Did I ever tell you about no. story? So he's an awesome guy, right? He is an awesome, awesome guy. Like he, he's the sweetest, kindest person you'll ever meet, and he has nothing negative to say ever. He's just a positive dude. Like he's just one of those dudes that makes you want to be religious because it just seems like you're happier if you're in his world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, uh, but, there's gonna, a, but there's that certain sense of naivete. Yeah. So, so to give you, uh, uh, to give you a, 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 an example, he was in, uh, he was taking this like this. He was taking like this college class, right? And yeah. he was taking this college class with some other guys that we knew. And they were like, "What college class did he take?" And I was like, "He was in this. He was in the same class with uh, Dutch and Donahue." And and then he, my buddy, his name is Gavin. And he said, "He said, yeah, look how those guys turned out." And like we looked at him, like, was that a was that like a a breaking balls dig? You know, because it's like not his thing. And then as mm-hmm. soon as we looked at him, he dropped his head in shame and said, "I'm just kidding. I like both those guys." <laughs> you know he's just he's just and that's what makes him awesome you know so like he was getting ready to marry this girl and um you know she's a beautiful young lady and they're gonna have a nice family together it looks great you know their future looks very bright and he's doing a little half heart and she's doing a half heart with their hands it's very sweet um but i, I had the opportunity to talk to him i was like dude once again, me being the realist and him being the optimist right i'm like dude are, yeah. you, are you at all concerned that that sex is gonna be trash and he was like, he, and I didn't use the word sex, but I'm being a gentleman right now. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, yeah, but that's the great thing, man. I'll have no idea of how better it can be. And I was like, fair enough, sir. Yeah, valid point. Valid point. Um, I guess that means he's not a curious individual. You know what I mean? Oh, I think he was very curious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, how curious? No, I mean, you know, like, I mean, he was a grown-ass man and had never been with a woman, you know, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, Okay, so let's let's continue on. So, uh, hey, you know what's better than one James Franco, Adam? Multiple? Multiple James Francos. So, in other news of movies that'll never happen, um, James Franco to star in X-Men Multiple Man movie. Like, dude, I mean, look. I'm not I, like everybody this, this is why this is why I, I I think it's I think it's going to be a fact a fact that Fox is going to is, is going to be bought out by Disney. I hope so. But like if if they're wasting time and energy on multiple man multiple man I'm with you brother. I think that like if I think look I, I'm a bigger DC fan than I am a Marvel fan. But going down that train of logic I'm a bigger X-Men fan than I am the rest of that Marvel shit. I think a Wolverine movie could work like a champ. I think a Gambit movie could work. I think, uh, especially if it was like a Gambit and Rogue movie, I th- like after the X-Men had kind of established in that world. Yeah. I think a I think an Archangel movie could be incredible. Like I'm willing to toe the line on this shit and say, look, a lot of this, a lot of these characters could do spinoff stuff and you could have a very successful like universe and all that kind of stuff. But multiple man, no. The, Get the, fuck the out of answer here. is no. Multiple man has I don't think there's ever been a multiple man. Let me let me look at that. Let multiple me, man uh, comic book? Yeah, has there ever been a multiple man solo comic book? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, is he isn't he a Rob Liefeld? Creation? No, I don't think so. He, but he, I don't. He was around during the, uh, like the Jay lead, like because he remember he became an X Factor. When, Dude. what? 
Yeah, I'm here. He became an X Factor when X Factor had that like relaunch. Like so, when because X Factor was like basically the X Men Yellow Team. No, X Factor was X Factor was like the five original X Men. It was yes, originally yes. Yeah, yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, Uncanny X Men was like the the rest of the team, and X Factor was the five original X Men. And then all of a sudden, X Men Gold and X Men Blue became the X Men, and X Factor was Strong Guy, Will Spain, Multiple Man, Quicksilver. And Polaris. And, and, what, and what was the point of that? Like X Force was like the, uh, like the wet works. Uh, oh, the point of X Factor. Yeah. Money. What do you mean? Just to have another X book. Because no, no, no. But in the story, was there? Was there? I don't think there. I don't. I don't. I think in my head, I want to say that they were more official. Like they operated in a more official capacity. Like a government. Like a government capacity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember, so don't get me lying. But if if I had gun to my head and I had to make a decision, that would be my decision. Okay. But Fair like enough. I'm I'm looking through here. I'm just looking through images, so it's not the you know it's not the best. But like mm-hmm. I don't see any multiple man co- covers. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I, I just don't think. I I just don't think that Fox gets it. I really don't. I mean, do you think James Fran- it's James Franco is pushing this? Like, dude, I want to do a fucking multiple man, bro. Imagine that's the case. Like, dude, if if your favorite character is multiple man and that is your passion, like, you need to read more books. Yeah, I agree. He's fine. I, I mean, I've seen other versions of the the multiple man. You know, there's a version of it in um, other was I think she was killed in. Uh, Ages of Shield, and it, it was pretty cool. And I mean, it's been done. It's been done before, but like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what that character is about. I want to say he was like a, a prankster of some sort, or funny. Uh, yeah, I want to say that too. Yeah, I think he was funny. But let me let me look at uh, let me look at the wiki. Okay, let's wiki it. Jamie's a box. Jamie Madrix, uh, also called the multiple man, fictional character appearing in. Uh, comic books published by Marvel, created by writer editor Lynn Wein. His first appearance is in Giant Size Fantastic Four number four. Okay. A so mutant with the a, a mutant with the ability to instant duplicates of make instant duplicates of himself. Mainly a minor or supporting character until his appearance in the '87 series Fallen Angels. The character underwent greater development under the writer Peter David through his appearance in David's run on the monthly series X Factor in the '90s. That's when the X Factor reboot started with Jay mm-hmm. Lee. Yeah. Second and, and in David's second and ongoing run of the title, Volume Three in the 2000s, the character has appeared in multiple fi- television, film, and video game adaptations. Multiple, <laughs> mostly notable in 2006 X Men's The Last Stand, in which he portrayed Eric Dane. The character will also receive his own solo film as part of the X Men series, portrayed by James Franco. So, what are his powers? Besides, like, like, what are the limits? Uh, powers and abilities. Uh, he's a changeling, much like Zam Wessel. Which is either a predecessor to a subset of mutants. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. He has the ability to create copies of himself, which he calls dupes, in all items of his person, clothing, weaponry, etc., through impact when he absorbs kinetic energy through an unknown process. Hmm. That's interesting. So what are the limits to say? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Magic duplicates duplicates can perish without long term physical harm to himself. Um, 
he can also use use merging with his duplicates as a form of healing. As a consequence of splitting into multiple cells, Jamie has accumulated a vast wealth of knowledge and experience, along with some confusion over which Jamie did what. For example, although he has duplicates, have had active sex lives, he is not sure whether he himself ever has, to the point he is once uncertain whether he or a dupe had conceived his son. With Siren. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um... So he doesn't he 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 can't read the the mind of his duplicate or like they're not connected on that end. I don't know. It says with so they read. With, with the result that his body absorbed his infant son the first time he held the boy, as his body regarded the baby as another duplicate rather than an independent entity. Oh, that's that sucks. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. It is. It uh, is. Specific special skills accumulated through his vast experience include picking locks, <laughs> some kung fu, handgun training, multiple languages. Playing card throwing. Multiple. <laughs> One of his dupes was a shield agent, giving him all the prerequisite espionage training. Along the way, here his duplicates participated in the Olympic gymnastics team and apparently became a licensed attorney. Hmm. So did he like leave them to like live their own lives for like? I don't know. Ever and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, but it's just uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm reading it. I mean, I guess there's enough meat there, but it's just like man, of the wealth of properties that you have access to. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're running out of shit to do, bro. Yeah, yeah, but like at the same time, they haven't even delved in, you know? Like that's what yeah. I'm saying. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. That it does seem it does seem silly. Yeah. So um so you ready for the next one? I don't want to double down on this conversation, Ooh. so let's move on. <laughs> uh you ready for this one? It's a good little nerd yeah. title. Okay. The Takeover, the game's over, Marvel, God Publishing, DC, franchise holders. So, a lot of people are jumping Marvel, jumping the Marvel ship. Yeah. Um, DC Comics has made Jonathan Hickman an offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this has been in the works for a long time, but we understand that Jonathan Hickman, who has been working or created, owned comics since he left Marvel Comics at the end of Secret Wars, that he has been in talks with DC. The nature of this has been a long time in the agreeing, but I understand whatever it would be would not be an exclusive deal, leaving Hickman open to other works, etc. As it stands, DC Comics asked Hickman to pitch several things, etc., uh, etc. Et so that's one, right? And then the other one is uh, Michael Bendis. Which yeah. is can be a gift or a curse. Yeah, but I mean, overall, I like some. Of, I like Bendis' stuff. He's definitely a talent, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely talented. So Michael uh, Brian Michael Bendis, the writer who has been a pillar of the Marvel universe for over fifteen years, has signed exclusively with DC Comics. Here's the official tweet. <sighs> that is interesting. Uh, we are beyond thrilled to welcome Michael Brian Bendis. Or Brian Michael Bendis exclusively to the DC family with a multi-year, multi-faceted deal. He's one of the premier writers in the industry, having created so many unforgettable stories. Whenever he's been, we can't wherever he's been, and we can't wait to see what he has planned for the DC universe. This is real, Bendis tweeted. I love you all. Change is good. Change is healthy. I am bursting with ideas and inspirations. Details to come. Stay tuned. Now, did he do? Dude, this is my thing. This is my thing here. Like, and I know that sometimes, like, what you call when when this happened, uh, Lenny hit me up, mm-hmm. and, and like was like, "Hey, he's your problem now." Um, yeah, like I mean, like the new Avengers he did was awesome. Didn't he do? Um, well, I'm getting ready to say this. Oh, uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. 
I, I'm, I was getting ready to misspeak, and I'm glad I didn't. Um, uh, let me. What let me, do you think? No, I'm just curious. Uh, like it was Brad Meltzer. I, th- I, I could. I, I, I was. I. Um, I, for some reason, I, I had him in my head that, uh, connected to identity crisis. Oh, okay. Um, let me look at uh, Brian. Michael. I, mean, I think he did a lot of the ultimate stuff. He did. He did I know he did a lot of Spider-Man too. Yeah. Um. Uh, writing credit. I, w- I want to say he did a lot of Captain America stuff. Uh, comics career. Uh, did he do um Civil War? He began on Sam and Twitch. Okay. Uh. uh Looks like he did some work for Marvel Knights. He did Ult- yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, and that's kind of like his biggest like claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's how he started, I think, in Marvel. His big, yeah, his big like, start in Marvel. But that was like his like I think like people still kind of associate him with that with Spider-Man and his like. Did he do Civil War? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm reading. Hold on one second. Uh, it looked like he did Art some stuff. Daredevil. Um. The Avengers, Avengers Disassembled, which was great. Yep. He did House of M. Yep. He did Secret Invasion. Yep. He did Civil War. He yep. did Dark Avengers. Yep. He did Moon Knight. I didn't mind, it, but it kind of fell flat at the end. It looks like he did. He did the Guardians of the Galaxy run that I'm a fan of. Um. So yeah, like I'm like bring him on, dude. Like like I mean, what has he done? What has he done recently? Uh, Bendis wrote the Age of Ultron crossover storyline, which included a ten-issue miniseries published in 2013. That seems to be the last one credited here. And then he did like a whole because he has like his own universe, right? Yeah. So he did a he did a isn't there like the Bendis verse or whatever? Oh fucking! Think of somebody else. Let me see here. Uh, Icon Comics. Yeah, he did some. He did powers. Yeah. Uh, what what is the cover of it? Of powers? I don't. I'm yeah. Looking at the Wikipedia, so I don't really know. But here, I I have all this shit right here, man. Um, so let me just read it all because it's. I mean, it's fucking impressive, dude. Uh, so he basically got his big run at Image. He's done work before that that nobody knows. Sam mm-hmm. and Twitch and Powers. He also mm-hmm. did Hellspawn. He did Ultimate Spider-Man. He did uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, I remember Powers now. It's like the detective comic yeah. where a girl was killed. Right. Yes, that was good. That was good. Yeah. He did Daredevil, Elektra, uh, um, Alias, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four, Secret War, The Avengers... Mighty Avengers, Dark Avengers, New Avengers, House of M, Spider Woman, Ult- New Avengers is amazing. Yeah, Ultimate Power, Secret Invasion, Ultimate Ultimate Order, Power is good. Dark Reign, New Nation. I don't know about that one. Secret Warriors. That's like highly acclaimed. Yep, Se- I got Siege. that. Siege was good. Yep. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, Avengers vs X Men, which was kind of fine. Cataclysm. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. awesome, which is fucking amazing. Uh, Civil War Two, which is okay, uh, and then 
nothing really noteworthy. Um, so I wonder if it's a complaint that he hasn't done anything recently. Well, I mean, this does. I mean, it does lead through. Like, he hasn't done anything recently that like has knocked everybody's socks right, off. Right, right, right. Because he's. I mean, he he was he's published stuff just as as late as last year. I don't see anything for this. Well, year. maybe maybe DC will be a good change for him. So yeah, he can, you know, it looks work like on he some gets, different material. He's, he's run through the fucking cast. You know, like give him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 on board. I'm being optimistic about this. I think DC needs some fresh blood. I think the DC the 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 whole rebirth thing is fucking interesting. I think I think they're in a good place. I think they're in a good place. Um tell Lenny to chill out. Yeah. I mean he was just, you know, being Lenny, but um so crossover appeal? Ghost Rider mm-hmm. rumored to be in Avengers 4 just because of a picture that he took. Um Yeah, we'll see. And it's and it's the the Ghost Rider from Agents of Shield, right? And I'm a, which is actually I like him. Yeah, I'm I like against, that dude. You know how I feel. I want all of them. Yeah. I went, oh, but that's that was something I did. I finished. I didn't finish reading the whole omnibus, but I, I did some big reading on the Infinity Gauntlet. I finished the the proper book, and now I'm reading like the tie-ins that come in afterward. Oh, once Adam Strange has the book, has the uh, gauntlet. Well, oh, like the, it's, no, because it's just the way that Marvel does their shit. Like DC does a good job with their omnibuses of like intercutting the relevant material uh mm-hmm. like the way that marvel does them is like here's all the stuff that happened before infinity gauntlet and then here's infinity gauntlet and then here's all the stuff that happened in between the stories of infinity gauntlet you know mm. so like the the stuff that i'm reading chronologically doesn't take place after infinity gauntlet it takes place in between the issues of infinity gauntlet and it is anything i mean what's your opinion of the infinity gauntlet now that you that you've read it um it's uh a lot of well here's the thing it's trash no it's not trash it's not trash because here's here's what's cool about it what's cool about it is that adam strange has this idea of how to defeat him he sends in earth's heroes. you mean adam adam warlock, I'm, adam warlock I'm sorry yeah he sends in earth's heroes thanos mops the floor with him yeah he sends in uh like the the cosmic gods basically and Thanos struggles, but eventually beats him. And then Adam Warlock goes in to fight, and he beats Adam Warlock as well. And then Thanos basically becomes a cosmic being. And, and he leaves his body. And he leaves his body, and then Nebula, who's like a zombie, grabs the glove. And that's what changes the tide. And that is cool. Yeah, but like, I mean, dude, if he's a cosmic being, does anybody really sneak up and take a glove off of his body that's still there? You know, I mean, he was that able- that was a that was a part that like that like did it in for See, me. See, I like you know it. what I mean. You, you know, you know, you know. Anytime people do that kind of like like this, to me, it's like it's not as as landmarkish. Don't get me wrong, but just that that type of twist, like when Vader throws picks the Emperor up and throws him over the thing, like when. When the unexpected bad guy does something that changes the tide in the good guy's favor, like I yeah, and she and she couldn't even and she couldn't even wield it, right? Yeah, well, she took it and then she she tries to go to work and then they beat her. Yeah. Um, but because she doesn't really know what she's doing, like Thanos does have a lot of time to get control over that thing, and he doesn't have mastery of it at first. Yeah, that's true. Um. But yeah, I, I, I like it. But you know, not, like now speaking about it critically, 
it does have a, and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened kind of swag to it. Yeah. But you know what my big complaint is in reading it? What's a that? lot of these Marvel characters are personality wise mm-hmm. are interchangeable. What do you mean? Like Doctor Strange, Quasar, Silver Surfer, um, She-Hulk. Oh, it doesn't really matter whose whose dialogue yeah. is talking. Yeah, They're all saying like, the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, that that I mean, and I think that's just 1990s I, I, writing. I was just getting ready to say. I think it was just a sign of the times that, like, uh, they didn't have a chance. They did. They hadn't really evolved to the point where everybody had a very unique and distinct voice. You know. Yeah. It is interesting to go back and and really perceive how much comic books have evolved in the last. And it's just it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed it. Now a lot of this tie-in shit is dog shit. Um, Yeah. But it was worth reading. Like if anybody was out there and thinking about getting it, like that book goes for a pretty penny nowadays. I don't recommend it. Just pick up the Infinity Gauntlet trade, and if you can pick up the Thanos Imperative, that shows you how. I think it's called the Thanos Imperative. That shows you how. Thanos gets the glove and the gems, and then it starts off Infinity Gauntlet, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, why was Adam Warlock born again? Like, where did he come from? Uh, I know he they, showed, don't, they, don't, he, they don't go into his origins um, because okay. he he'd already been around for some time. He had been around and been defeated, and he was actually trapped in the Soul Gem. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe they're going to tie the creation of Adam Warlock and Guardians. To the soul gym. Yeah, but he's not. Um, okay, but I mean, like, we're we're not getting another Guardians movie before Infinity War. No, but I'm I'm just guessing that since the Guardians are going to play a big part in Infinity War. Oh, okay, that's I how, guess that makes sense. You know, and that's the only thing I have because because like he's definitely like the relationship between Adam Warlock and the Soul Gem specifically is important. It seems. I mean, he he's the bearer of the Soul Gem for the Infinity. What was the name of the Infinity Watch? Yeah, there was the Infinity Watch. There was the Infinity War. The Infinity Watch. Well, the Infinity Watch is like a group of people, and they all yeah, have the, a gem. Yeah, the Infinity Watch was the team that he put together. I think didn't um after Infinity actually didn't I think Drax, uh, Drax. Yeah, Drax. Yeah, Drax had the power, right? Pip, Pip the troll was on it. You remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to say Drax has the power stone. Yeah, and that makes sense. He's part of the team. I think. Uh, I think what you call might have been on it too. Um, the chick. From Guard. Nebula? Neb- no, not Nebula. Um, oh, um, I can't what's her name. I'm not drawing a blank. Uh, Gamora. Dude, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Google that. Yes, Google yes, that yes, shit real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Adam Warlock, Gamora, Drax, Pip, and the bald chick. The bald chick that's like in love with Quasar. I can't remember her name. And, w- and what did each of them have? Uh, that that I don't know. Wasn't there? Isn't there six gems? Yeah, but it looks like there's. Looks like there's only five of them, though. Oh, you know what? Maybe there's only five gems in the... Is there only five gems in the original Infinity Gauntlet? No, I think there's six. I don't know. So there's the time, the reality... No, there's the definitely soul, six. There's definitely the six. Pow- the power... Space. The space. And what's the sixth? I don't know. But I'm looking at the cover of Infinity Gauntlet number one. Yeah. Definitely six gems on there. Open it up. Let's see what they are again. What am I missing? I don't know. There's an orange one, a yellow one. The mind. Purple. The mind. Yeah. And we, we've seen the mind. We've seen the power. The only one that we're missing the is reality. the soul. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adam Warlock is coming. So I'm guessing they're tied somehow. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm up with that. I'm up, I'm up for that. Um, Okie dokie. So moving on. Uh, oh, Harvey reads DC Comics would be here. Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. <laughs> so DC Comics suspends Eddie Berganza over sexual harassment. Dude, it's like the... Dude, it... There's like a list now. Oh, did you see that thing with uh, Al Frank Franken? No. All right. So, so he's he's a I think he's a Democrat from Minnesota or whatever. He used to be on uh, Saturday Night Live. He's a comedian. And this is a picture of him like groping, like the like making like the honk honk like on the tits of some like sleeping lady in when, during they were in like a. The, uh, uh, was it at USSO show or whatever it was? Like he actually um, did it? Well, he, she came out and said that, that he was, he, um, <coughs> excuse me, that he, like, took this, like, groped, like, groped her in this picture. Like, he's just being, like, looking at the camera and, like, haha, he's not making contact with her, but he also, like, assaulted her during this USO show. Where like they're like, hey, let's practice this thing, and like in in the skit that that he wrote, there's a kiss, there's like a kiss involved, and she's like, all right, we'll practice, and like in like during the event, like he like during the practice, like he like um, you know, shoved his tongue down her throat type type of deal, hmm. like you know, got a little aggressive. Um, well, it says you know, here, was that a was that a line? Yeah, 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 for sure. It says here, uh, the two women came forward. One of them anonymous to accuse Berganza, a longtime DC entertainment editor of sexual assault. 53-year-old has worked for the company Warner Brothers subsidiary since the 90s. First described an incident occurred in the early 2000s when Berganza allegedly grabbed Joan Hitley, a DC employee at the time, at the staff gathering and attempted to make her kiss him. Another former DC employee, Liz Gerlhein Marsham, said Berganza stuck his tongue in her mouth, then later attempted to grope her at a staff party in 2006. At an Anaheim Comic Con in 2012, Berganza allegedly stuck his tongue in the mouth of a different woman who didn't work for DC <clears throat> when Bleeding uh, Cool published a blind item about the third of those incidents. Berganza reportedly apologized to the superiors and was reprimanded but not fired. There were no further incidents of assault cried in the report, but it says Berganza's reputation for making offensive jokes or line-crossing comments in the presence of or at the expense of women made for a hostile work environment. Hmm. Do you like... Uh... It's crazy. I mean, do you think that this is the? Do you think this is the the norm? Well, like you know, my thing is, man, is that like, or is this like this is what powerful douchebags do? My thing is like it's it's either a what is it, well. So here's the thing is like it's a what powerful douchebags do, or b. It's like this. Like it's like this shit that, like maybe women have t- like kind of put up with bullshit for so long in that sense and it's kind of and, it, and it's kind of evolved like if, if if like a guy is at work with a girl right they're working together and he's like um you're looking good today she's like thanks and then like you know it's that sort of thing and then like a, a month later it's like you're looking good today man them heels you're killing it you know and then the next week it's like you're gonna have to stop wearing stuff like that i can't be working next to you wearing stuff like that it's, it's distracting and then you know like it's just like this casual progression that it first starts out harmless but then before you know it is creepy i i, I know i i hear you but like all right, both you and i have been in the workforce for over 20 years right Co- correct 
And for the, for 20 years, I have been to, I don't know how many sexual harassment classes, don't do sexual harassment, zero tolerance in sexual harassment. And I've seen, you know, I've seen maybe a handful of guys who were fired for doing shit. Um, and like, and, and like they were like creeps. You know what I mean? And they're like the sure. only creeps in the office. And they, they oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I'm saying you have to be cut from a certain cloth for sure. But what I'm saying is, is, like literally for the last 20 years, I could. I mean, hold on a second. Let me think. Because I, I, I like also maybe three, maybe three people, maybe three incidences, uh-huh. right? And I've worked in, you know, I've worked in Pennsylvania, Maryland, D.C., Virginia. You know, I've had several jobs, so maybe three incidences, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's a, a low percentage, you know, like, like like a low percentage, right? I mean, have you had have you witnessed that many incidences? Um, so like, let me say this, no. Okay. Because I've worked blue collar jobs for those twenty years. Is that is that and so? That's my next question. Is it is it a is it something that blue collar, the blue collar workers for the most part have been conditioned not to do that shit no no not at all it's that blue it's the opportunity isn't there okay do you know what i'm saying uh, like maybe. i worked, the first job that i worked my first real job that i worked for seven years mm-hmm. never a female employee okay never not one female employee hired not one um my that's second on load, that's on the loading dock correct my okay. second job was yep. was a uh, was a, a white collar job. Okay. Um, and I was only there for a year, and all I can say is that I was very isolated. Okay. So I wouldn't even be the person to talk to because I never associated with those people. Okay. Um, what do you, what do you mean those people, Bob? Uh, yuppies. Yuppies are my least favorite group of people on the planet. Okay. Uh, no, ISIS and then yuppies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then my third job, mopping. I've been there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's a predominantly male workforce. Uh, th- there's maybe, you know, at, at any given time with a crew of moppers, there's maybe one female. But that's not, that's not ne- necessarily true. You know what I mean? It's probably one female for every two mopping crews. Yeah. Let me see. For my my first job, I was you know, working at a grocery store. It was pretty split. Oh, well, I'm, I, actually, I'm not even counting that shit because that's like like I don't even know if I was young enough to really see it with those eyes. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm just counting. Like, do, yeah, but I mean, we had training then. Sure. Like, I remember having about, training. Let's start with full full time out of high school jobs. Okay, so full time out of high school jobs. Um, I was a waiter for, through college and that was split 50, 50 between men and women. Uh-huh. And I mean, there was, there was definitely sex going on with employees, but never a sexual harassment incident that I can think of from there. Um, then I got into like the private sector type job. There was, a, there was one dude that was arrested for sexual harassment. I'm uh, not arrested, um, discipline for sexual harassment, but he it wasn't he didn't do anything directly to a a female he actually said some shit to a guy who was dating a female 
like he was like getting nasty on some stuff and the guy took offense to it because he was he was a, he was a subordinate of him and be like hey man don't be talking you know he felt like he was you know his boss was talking shit about his girl you know what i mean right um so there was one but see like like i think i think it's just like i, I don't i don't think that I don't think that we, like, I, but I, but I've had, so I've had case jobs. dependent, you know, it depends it on is. the girl. It, it depends on the dude. Like, like candy, candy could walk into to my house and be like, and be like, uh, did you lose weight? And I could be like, yeah. And then she would say, I bet you your dick's small as shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to laugh because first of all, I'm not easily offended. But secondly, like it's candy. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And like, or candy, candy could also walk in, and I'd be like, "Candy, I want to get my hands on it just once. Let me touch the ass tonight, you know." And, and it's when we have that relationship where it's and, cool. And then she's like, "You, you, you won't be able to take it." Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, like, dude, like, like, I think we told this story before, but one of our friends was was chasing Candy, and she was, he was like, "Look, I really want to get with you." And for those listening, Candy is like, you know, those girls that are are like one of the guys, but in your head, you're like, you're not like one of the guys. You're just cool enough to say that. That's not yeah. her. She yeah. is like a dude. Like, like she'll fart in front of you. Like it's crazy. Like she's like a dude. And like she, um, she, and she will, she will rape you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If she wants it, she's taking it. And this, this, and this dude, this friend of ours, is chasing her. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I just want to, you know, hang out with you more. Maybe we go out something together. And she's like, look, I don't go out with anybody unless I see their dick first. And he was like, "What?" And she's like, "You heard me. Show it to me." And he's like, okay, "Um, can we um can we go somewhere private?" Um, I guess. She goes into the bathroom. He whips his joint out. She flicks it, and says, "I ain't mad at you." And walks out of the room. Like you know, like that's that's not the only, that's not the only thing she did to that dude. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's crazy. You know, like she, like, like that's that, but, that, but like it's such a case by case circumstance. Like it, it's like there's stuff, there's stuff that I've witnessed where if it was a different group of people, it could have definitely gone a different way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but you build a rapport with people. That's the thing is like there is, there is a level of social, like navigation. No, and I and I think that I, I hate to say this, man, because I do. I also think there's a level of savagery. You know what I mean? Like some people, like a lot of, a lot of our friends, we just like, we, we are, there's some uncouth behavior. You know what I mean? So like, if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound with, with, with jokes and talk and whatnot. So like everybody's kind of got thick skin. Everybody knows, you know, where, where people are coming from and there's not really, there's not really sensitivity. Now I'm not saying that people are wrong if they feel a certain way. I'm not saying that at all. Right. You know, like if, if you don't feel comfortable with that and you don't want to be around that, you have every right to, you know, set your boundary, establish your boundaries and, and move forward with that. That's not what I'm saying. But I, what I am curious about is I do wonder if we are getting, we, we are building a group, a generation that is so thin skinned on something. They're just not resilient to damage. I'm not, I'm not alluding that people need to, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, Adam, you're saying that people need to put up with this damage, like put up with this behavior. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that if if your only tool is a hammer, then every job looks like a nail. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I used to have a friend of mine who was on a, like a help hotline. This is many years ago. 
and you know people would call up all the time. I think it was like an airport, right? So if they had tickets or something that was messed up, or um, they would call up and or make complaint. But they used to, they get used to get a ton of prank calls like that. That was like the the big thing. And I mean, they used to get like a ton of nasty calls, and and in in the culture of working that job, they just gave they just gave people the business, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, this is this is Jack the Panty Man. He wants to know what color panties you're wearing. He's like, he should be like, the jokes on you. I'm not wearing any panties, and you know, right, and just right. like, you know, and and you know, she she uh, she'd laugh about it and everything. Like, oh, I got this guy. I got this guy good today, and and, and she turned it into kind of a like, you know what it like, is, man. I, I'm not gonna let you ruin my fucking day. I'm gonna own this shit, and and you know, and so and look, turn I, it back on. It's it's like a heckler dealing I, with a heckler. I knew a mobber, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he said he said a wise word to me once. Um, that I'll never forget. And I think this is what it comes down to. And this dude, he mopped and he retired from mopping and like, he, he never tried to like, you know, become president of the United States or anything like that. He was just happy to mop. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure to be around, you know, mm-hmm. always happy to grab the bucket, to do the low man stuff, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and an absolute pleasure to be around, but it wasn't uncommon for him to do things to people that he could definitely get in trouble for. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. But he never got in trouble. Okay. And do you know why? This why? He said, this, he said, you know why I never got in trouble? This is the key to being successful. Know your audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, you should have... If you're going to... If you're going to get savage, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be socially savage. You love you love getting savage. I do. You, I do. <laughs> I really do. I know. Like you, you, you have to be socially savvy enough to know that you're not going to hurt anyone. Yes. Yeah. I think that's come, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And and if you don't know, like man, I don't know if it's going to. And it's not like you know. If you don't know, don't do it. And if you thought you knew and you were wrong, apologize, you know, and never do it again. Let me ask you, in, in, your, in your life, mm-hmm. has there anything that you've ever complained about or been upset about or felt like you were wronged and you made us think about it and now you look at it now and you realize, like, dude, I just wasn't mature enough and I should have just sucked it up and, and moved on? Um, I'd, have, I'd have to really think that one over because – I have a guilty conscience, you know, so like most of the time if somebody comes to me and says I'm wrong, like I, the first thing I do is, is try to understand it and correct it because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I probably did fuck it up. Like, dude, I'm the type where I've been in circumstances and they'd be like, who did this? And I'd be like, I did it. And it turns out that I didn't do it. And I'm not saying I did it to jump on the sword. I'm saying I did it because my mind was like, dude, you probably did it. You don't remember doing it, but it was probably you. Okay. Like that's happened to me on, on numerous occasions. You know, and, and then like and then I had to really sit there and think about it. I'm like, wait, no, I couldn't have done it. I wasn't even there that day. There's been a couple there's been a couple instances that like I there there was a situation and I probably should just let it go. You know, but like, kind of like when keeping it real goes wrong, uh-huh. that that type of situation. And I look back at it now, and I do. Why did you even raise us think about that? You know, why did you why did you even care? 
Well, I mean, you know, if, if, if like, you know, it depends on how far we want to go back. Like, like, you know, the same way that we talk about, like, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about like 10, 12 years ago. I'm not See, talking about recently. Because like, if, if, if we want to apply that, like, you know, that moral relativism, like, you know, you can't apply today's morals to yesterday's standard. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you have to apply it to yourself as well, I think, you know, so like, like, well, I mean, no, I, I don't agree with that. I, I think, let me, let me explain. I, let me okay. explain. So like, uh, this guy hit on my wife, mm-hmm. uh, persistently, even though my wife had made it clear that there was no interest there and that she was with me mm-hmm. and we were in high school and my wife was 17 and this kid was 16. And when I found out about it, I went to this guy's house with the whole – all the goonies, mm-hmm. like the little guy with the trench coat and the boxing glove up his sleeve. He was there. Data? Yep. The fat kid was there. Mm-hmm. Like the whole goonie squad came. And like that probably wasn't necessary. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I, but I was also a 17-year-old kid, and that's just how I dealt with problems at the time. And like I, that would never happen today. Today I would laugh about it, you know. But yes, you know, yesterday I was a different person. Yeah. So like I I, I can't go back and, and say, you know, it was just I wasn't, you know, I was a kid doing what kids yeah. do, thinking with their it, testosterone. It's I mean it's funny, man. I've got a couple like that's like my big issue. Like I remember things, you know, relatively. Like when I my memories of things that like happened to me are very clear. I can instantly go back and and be in that same place, and so I, I can still I can feel that same you know like the the shame the shame just changed just changed. So like oh, do you put your fucking foot in your mouth there? And I go back and like and I was embarrassed and I can just feel it you know, and I can't I can't separate it. You know what I mean? I can't be like, dude, you're a kid there. Like I just look back and I'm like, dude, you're such a dumbass. You know, I'm yeah, pretty hard on myself in regards to that. Yeah, see, I'll, I'll shrug my shoulders. Now, if it's something that happened, like, last week, it'll eat me up. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, so there's plenty of times where I, I make decisions that I think are right at the time and then come to find out they're wrong. Like, uh, one time, uh, just recently at work, I left a mop bucket at another, mm-hmm. at another, at, like, you know, I was supposed to bring it back to my mopping facility, and I left it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I knew the next the, the next day that another mob team was going to come in and have to go to that different place. So they could just pick it up. Mm-hmm. No, but it caused a big stink. And mm-hmm. like in hindsight, like I thought at the right time, at, at that time I had other, I had other things going on and professionally, you know, where I was like, this makes sense. But afterwards I was like, oh, I probably should have just go on and got it. And throw yeah. But, but, but it wasn't, it's never like uh, it only takes, I guess, you know, it takes, it's still, it, even in that circumstance, it took some growth to see the error, mm-hmm. you know? No, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know, but I, I do. I, you know, going back to the original conversation, I do think that, and I'm not telling, and I'm not. This is not victim blaming. This is just a, t- a cautionary tale. If you if you let something that hurts you or damage you or whatever, you can let it. You can let it define you. Sure. And once and once you name that dog, you know that if that stray dog comes into your neighborhood and you and you give it a name. It's yours, and I remember, you know, there, there's a pivotal point in my in my life when I, I hurt myself, and I was I was going doing physical therapy, and then I was doing work hardening, where I'd go to this place for Monday through Friday, eight hours a day, and um, would 
would work out and do physical therapy and blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, they had like a mop there and I'd have to walk around with the mop, you know what I mean? And like bend over and pick stuff up. And I was there with other people and other, you know, other professions, um, who, who were also trying to get back to going to work. But I just remember the attitude of people, like the defeatist attitude. They just want to ride this, ride this shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, dude, I mean, but I think you know, the, if you want to be defined by that shit, I guess that's fine. In the same breath, though, I think there are two different things. Like, like there are situations where, like, look, you can let this define you. Mm-hmm. If, but then there's that other situation where it's like, look, you have to fight with everything you have for this not to define you. I I agree. I agree. But I mean, like, and I just and I just wonder. I, I wonder nowadays because I do feel like, you know, for example, for example, all of these people now, this this whole like. You know, me too thing that's that's run amok. I, I I am curious of what, and I'm not saying every I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying there's got to be variables, and there's got to be people in there that are attention seeking. You know, that like probably nothing's ever happened to them, but they want to be part of the party, so they want to you know they they want to uh, ring the bell of oh this happens to me too. You know, or you know somebody gave me a wrong look, or somebody cat called me, or some shit. And it's like, okay, that that's okay. Now, all right, you know, are we going to now not pay attention to the people that really happened? Is, is this all going to be watered down? Is, is, is the reaction right. it of always, this? It always sucks for the people that are really to blame. Exactly, exactly. You know, and or, and, or and, really... and is the re, is the overreaction? Is is the pendulum swinging on this going to be so detrimental that it's going to be? A, it's not going to match what the reality of the situation is. And, and what I mean is like now, now. Are we going to have young men who are so scared to, who are so scared to even talk to women about stuff that it's going to, it's going to be detrimental to their development? And do we have have some young ladies well, now who are going to be goes, so that goes back to the same so, thing? Yeah, are, they're going to be so hypersensitive to this. Are they going to are they going to read uh, negative? Are they going to read that everything's negative? Like right. any any interest, and they're not, and they're going to be social misfits. I mean, I'm I'm really concerned that this is that the ramifications of of all this, you know, is going to be it's going to be bad. I know your audience. It's bad for everybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not not justifying anybody's bad behavior in the in the dirt bags who are dirt bags. Of course. Fucking go. Of course, because they didn't yeah. know their audience. Yep. Yep. Um, our prayers are answered, or, or your you and my prayers anyway. Uh, Justice League extended cut is a possibility. Hmm. Um, well, here's the thing. So my initial reaction to seeing that was like, yes, yes, I know him for work. Right. Um, but now I'm like, I don't want an extended cut. I want a director's cut. But there's I no such a, thing. I know. I want an exact Snyder director cut. Right, but that's, you know? that's impossible. Why is it impossible? Because he didn't direct the movie. Well, I mean, he he directed the majority of the movie. I mean, what's yeah, his face came... But he didn't finish. Came, well, yeah, and I don't know what he finished. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he if he was able to finish everything that he wanted to finish, and then he had to leave. Because here's the thing, dude. No, like, he didn't finish everything he wanted to finish. He didn't fil- He didn't finish filming. No. Uh, we we have confirmation of that. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Because I I thought I I would I would be interested to see when original uh, principal photography ended. Because I mean, there's a lot to to finish in regards to. There, there's a whole year that usually takes editing, the, the you know special effects, rendering, the music stuff, and all that stuff before the movie's released. There's a lot of other parts, but you know, after pre-production, you know, uh, you know, 
principal photography is usually the second part that's done. You know, that's usually that's usually a year before a year or two before the film comes out. Yeah, he, he, he wanted to do he had a rough cut of it and he wanted to do additional stuff and didn't get the opportunity to do it. OK, so I would want to see what the rough cut would be like his original vision, the original story, everything. OK, so I see. I want to see what he wanted. I mean, I, ultimately, I would want to see what he wanted as well. But if 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 we if we if we're never going to be able to get that because it's fucking gone, then you know, show me what else we got. Right. You know. But that's that's what I want. Like that. That's why this. Like I'll be, I'm 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 excited to see this because I think that there is stuff to expound on in that movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you ask me, what do you want? Like I want to see Snyder's full vision for this movie. Yes. 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 You know, and, uh, that's, that. and, that, and that, I guess that's that's what I mean by it's impossible. So, how long was Justice League? Two, uh, about two hours, a little under two hours. So, this other version is supposed to be three hour cut. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, and, and it, but and it's not greenlit yet. I don't, yeah, but you know what? I think the Ultimate Edition of BVS did well. Right. I mean, that, that's awesome. Um. Uh, Justice League extended cut as a possibility. All right, here we go. Um, according to various reports, similar to Batman vs Superman, a three-hour Zack Snyder Justice League extended cut exists. Various fans have taken to social media to ask for it. Uh, so Randolph says she can't really talk about what she did see as she signed a non-disclosure agreement, which prevents her from specifically talking about it. But she basically. Excuse me, says so it basically says there was more to the flashback scene featuring Steppenwolf in the Amazons, which I'd love to see. Yep. Um, fighting against Diana's gods, which I didn't think was very well established. I knew that from my visit to the production office. I can't talk about that. I signed on a non-disclosure agreement, but I am going to allude to it later in this video. During my visit there, I got a better sense of the gods, Zeus, etc. We're joining this fight against Darkseid back in the day. But here you kind of just had to pick it up. I can't. Yep. I can't discuss what I saw, but I can tell you I saw a lot that wasn't in this movie. It was good. It was really good. It provided a lot more depth than you see in the finished product. Unfortunately, once it went through the studio suits at Whedon, um, in Whedon, so I mm-hmm. uh, so I want to see the cut. I know it's frustrating to keep seeing alternate versions of these movies, but I don't care. I just want to see it because I feel like I would like it. I feel like I would like it a lot. So I want the original Zack Snyder cut. I mean, he showed it to the suit, so it exists. I believe some of you have pointed out it's three as long. See, that's not accurate. See, this is this woman's review, but it's not accurate to the facts. The facts are that he had a rough cut, and then he wanted to do more, and Joss Whedon stepped in to do the more. And then I'm guessing that once he got in to do the more, he he joasted it up. Yeah, he made changes. You know, and I don't I don't know if they were changes as much as they were like, you know, the little the little the little fun bits, you know, the well, yeah. I would I would say that Matters 90%, up, Batman. I, I would say that 90 percent of Superman is reshot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously he was in most of the, the but that might have been reshoots. I mean, um, additional stuff, too, that was in Snyder's because they they all what and, and all this shit is Hollywood politics. It's so, so hard to, to determine what is truth. Right. But like, you know, all of the reports seem to be we're, you know, including Joe's. We all are trying to make Snyder's vision. You know, I hear you. You can't. I, I hear it. He, he says that. Right. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. The politics. You can't avoid the politics. So, like, we don't know how much of that is true. That but the, even like the one scene where he's like I take that as a yes, what the ring, 
Like that scene wasn't in the movie. Now there's a scene that looked like that scene, but that scene right there, and and that scene was unedited, as the other scenes were edited. Um. So, I don't know. Um, and then we also have. Uh, so how do you, what do you, so what do you think? Things gonna happen? Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I they're they're so they're they're two for two. Do you know what I mean? In in that regard. And and nobody's really saying that there was more to Woman, Wonder Woman that needed to be seen. Like they were like, look, there's a ton more Suicide Squad footage. We got the Suicide Squad extended for better or worse. People were like, there's tons. What, more was people. it better? No, it's worse. I've told you that a thousand times. Really? Yeah. I've never seen it's it. Trash. So it's, it's, it's trash. It's trash. Uh, it just makes a bad thing worse. Um, and then there, everybody was like, there's tons of BBS footage, and it made a bad thing good. Mm-hmm. You know, so like. It made a bad thing great. Uh, so I love I love Snyder like I don't I'm not in the anti-Snyder I think that what Snyder touched in this Justice League movie is obvious in comparison to what Joe's touched and I think that what Snyder touched in this movie is better with one exception what's that the Russian family oh yeah uh, and I think and we don't and we don't know how that would have flushed out sure either. agreed but and, and and I think those scenes are beautifully shot and I and, and I like the idea of having one of those scenes to show the impact on your everyday man. Snyder does that type of stuff. Yeah. And I love that. But I didn't need it throughout the whole goddamn movie. I I, I, yeah. I got it conceptually after the first one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so the next one is uh Jake Gyllenhaal rumored for a new Batman. I'm fine with it. I mean it's it's funny because like I feel like I've been a I mean, don't get me wrong, and I, I'm not going to lie on myself. I wasn't initially happy four years ago when we first heard about Affleck being Batman. You know I mean, I, I don't think anybody was. I, th- I think at the time, you know, uh, for whatever reason, didn't want to give Ben Affleck the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm not going to try to figure out why I, I would or wouldn't. But ever since we've seen him as Batman, you know, from the first suits, I've been on board. I liked his portrayal of Batman. When all the, the speculation of him leaving after Justice League or leaving before the Batman, I, I was kind of like, you know, on on the defense side of the rumor control. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. He did a good job in Justice League. It's fine. But yeah, bring on Jalen Hall. I, I'm, I, they beat me down with the rumors. Yeah. You know, I, I'm tired of being emotionally invested in this. So just go ahead and change it. You know, you, you made me not care. You made me not care. So, I, so I'll tell you, uh, I'm okay. Like, first of all, I'm, I'm not crazy about Affleck's Batman. Um, I liked him in BBS. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't crazy about him in Justice League. Were you not crazy about him in Justice League? How how his face got swollen and then went skinny again? No, off and on? no, no. no. <laughs> um, but uh, if they do make this change, I want it to be done through Flashpoint. Okay. You know, I don't like, and then that would that would then I could forgive any issues I have with this Batman representation and just move on. Okay. Um, okay, so let's do Q&A. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Paul C. has a question. Regardless of how you felt about Thor Ragnarok, you have to admit there was a massive increase in the yucks this time. There are plenty of people like Bobby or Jisk who would prefer them to be serious. If the MCU decided to go that direction and went 100% serious, how do you think they would be received? Do you think the franchise would tank because the normies wouldn't be on board? Or do you think 
uh, and now the turbo nerds, do you think they, they, and now the turbo nerds would be okay with the change? Well, for me personally, I think at this point it's too late. I think at this point people have kind of been fed a formula and expect the formula. Um, but I, I mean, there's been plenty of movies that have been, and I don't need it to be a hundred percent serious. Like I just like it being more serious. I was talking to just yesterday on the phone actually. And like, it's, it's that, it's that delicate balance of action drama with a, with a, with a, with a teaspoon of humor that makes it effective for me. Like, I don't want it. No, I don't want to not laugh. Like I, I don't I, like I don't I never had that in my head. Like I want to walk into this movie. I don't want to laugh one bit. I just mm-hmm. want I just want to laugh at circumstantial humor that's real life funny. I don't want anything to be an obvious setup for a punchline. Sometimes with even a gap between the punchline and the next dialogue phrase to allow for the audience's laughter. Yeah. You want it to be organic. Yeah, like in real life, like like when uh when 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 Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man says uh, no gang size, please. I'm kidding. Throw that shit up. That's yeah. that's 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 a real life charismatic swag. Like that's I'm I'm on board. But like I have notoriously large turds, and then the gap, and then the next person speaks. Like that's a setup for a like that's a purposeful punchline. That's silly. Mm-hmm. Like and I I think that I mean we've seen superhero movies that are taken more serious and that's not to say with no jokes i don't want it 100 percent serious i just wanted i just wanted to have a, a b b or better grade serious 80 percent or better that have been super successful all the nolan batman films super successful uh winter soldier successful like there's it's 300 and, and there was jokes in there, there was jokes in uh some of the batman movies yeah but but but, but it's it's different you know, and there's jokes in Winter Soldier. Yeah. But it's different. It has the right amount of drama and it's not step on a rake. Yeah. That's my beef. I think I think it's been proven in the past that they can be successful. Uh yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that it would be good if they made the change because it's just going to be a very um it's gonna to be too 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 much. And all, you know, for all fairness, comic books in themselves usually always have an element of humor. You know. Yep. So. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that we should move away from that because because we went just because it, it's too far one way doesn't mean that we need to change it to go too far. Exactly. Exactly. But I would I I are you with me in the sense where you'd like to see it get a little back to center? For, not, um, and not for all for, for for Marvel. Yeah, and and not and not for all of Marvel. Like I'm okay with Guardians like, being a little to the left. Yeah, but I, I don't think that Thor needs to be that far to the left. I don't. I don't know. I, like at at this point, I don't think I want Black Panther to be far to the left. Yeah, but you know what? The other thing too, I think it has to be. I think it has to work with the culture, right? So. So the guardian, the culture of guard, the guardians, is you have all of these different, you have this this different mixture of cultures, which you're able to have. There, there's funny aspects because things are lost in in translation. You know what I mean? Like, it, or cultural norms can be can be different. It can be funny, right? Right. Where I feel like, 
in some of the Captain America, since he's such an old-fashioned, very stern, conservative guy, he doesn't have. I don't have much time for that comedy stuff, Bob, because because that culture exists. That that like old that like 1930s American military type guy, you know. There wasn't, you know, there's some very stern dudes. And not that, like, even my grandfather, you know what I mean? Like, even today, I mean, he's a good-hearted guy. and he, he, It's not that he doesn't smile and he's not happy, but he's not he's not one to go see a comedy, you know? he He's one to sit there and smile and kind of laugh at, like, you know, in my... Like, I'll give you an example. Like, this is the kind of joke my grandfather likes, right? You know, my daughter, my, my one middle daughter is just a horrible eater. She just doesn't eat enough. She likes to eat a lot of bread, but, you know, she we, she has issues with eating bread as well, and she has issues with eating, drinking milk. And so, you know, it's my wife's like, no, you got to eat some of your meat. And she's like, we'll have one bite of bread, and she's like, one. And she stuffs like half of the roll in her mouth. You know what I mean? To make it one. And that, like, that's the kind of stuff my grandfather would laugh at. But, like, if, if my grandfather, if I was like, hey, do you want to go see a comedian? He'd be like, no. <laughs> No, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like similar to like, an, I don't know if your your dad likes comedy, but like similar to a, a response of if you asked your dad to do something that you knew he didn't want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that like it's got to fit in the culture of the movie where like we don't know what Wakandan culture is, but I'll tell you one thing: I don't think that it's gonna be is very funny. Right. You know I, mean? I don't think so either. But 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 so if we go to that world and we and, and we and we indulge ourselves in that culture and it is this like slapsticky like yuck fest it's going to yeah. it's going to feel very inappropriate to me now now yeah like but with thor i mean like dude loki is the god of mischief he is a trickster god you know what i mean so i can and 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 <sighs> so him doing mischievous things that are funny. Well, here, I mean, here's the thing. Like, here, here's here's the thing. Like, even in like even in the stories of Thor, like the, like the classic stories of Thor. At one point, Loki talks Thor into becoming a woman. You know, dressing up like a woman and marrying somebody to get his to get Molnir back. Right. You know I, what I mean, like, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying they should be like the comics. I no, I, I no no that's history, not in the comics. Like, actually happened in history, like in in the North oh, myths. Oh, oh, myths. Oh, 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 oh. You know, so and and there is kind of funny aspects because he turned him into a frog in the comics, didn't he? I mean, there's just all kind of stuff. He's done all like in the com- There's been all kind of goofy, funny stuff that's happened in the comics. You right. know what I mean? So like, I'm not the biggest Thor connoisseur. Thor connoisseur? Did that just happen? Um, uh. <laughs> but like, but like. I could say I could say I'm not educated enough with Thor to know if if the if the yucks are appropriate. Um, I will say that like I think the appropriate yucks in Thor were were the Dark World. You know, you had you had your comic relief character and it worked. Except except for the end. Except when it got a little too like when he got on the train. The train was a little bit much. Right. The train but, was yeah, a little but much. Overall, but, but it, but, overall, I'm with you. Yeah, but it, but you know what? It's like, I'll give you one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This, exactly. This is I'm right there with you. Um, I mean, I, I think that Ragnarok, and the, the crazy thing is, like, Ragnarok is the end of the world. Right. You know what I mean? But I think I, I, I think that Ragnarok is a comedy. Yeah, I don't think that it, you even have time to take it serious. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's, a, that's a tone problem. You know, and I, I think that the jokes hurt the tone. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti-joke. I, I, am not like a, a Thor kind of. Dude, why are you anti-joke, bro? I'm not a Thor kind of sore either, but feels good, didn't it? Yes, and every book that I've read <laughs> that has had him in it, which has been, I think, enough to have an opinion. And I'm yeah. same with you. It's not this type of character. Well, he is a serious dude, but he is frequently the butt of jokes. You know what I mean? 
like Shakespeare in the Park. You know, you know, Tony's called him Shakespeare in the Park. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm on multiple occasions. You know, I'm good with that. I'm not good with. Oh, hold on, hold on, swinging on the chain. Wait for me to get it. Oh boy. Yeah, you hate that. I shit, hate it. Bro. I hate it. And I think also that it opens with that. It just put me on the wrong foot immediately. Yeah. It just left a bad taste in my mouth, and we're just starting. Yeah. You know, like I, I really, really don't care for that. And it's not that I don't like the movie. I think it's fine. I just think it could have been great. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Like that. So Thor dropping down on the rainbow bridge, covered in lightning, and ready to fuck everybody up. There's no. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no yucks there. And it. Yeah. And it works. I mean, the fact they got a rainbow bridge is pretty yucky. But you know, to be fair, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's just kind of a goofy concept. No, but I'm I'm telling you, like, if 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 you would have imagined them, like, it, it, prior to seeing the first Thor movie, mm-hmm. if I was like, dude, there's gonna be a rainbow bridge in Thor, would you have ever imagined that it could be presentable? Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know, that's um, true. All right, and then we had one question that we uh, we were supposed to get sent officially, but luckily I just happened to remember because we didn't get sent it officially. Mm. Uh, Beautiful-haired William Fong mm. asks us... Now, is it sexual harassment if men, grown men go up and touch William Fong's hair? I think so. Some of, You should have seen all the dudes touching his hair. I was I was uncomfortable for him. Third, that's th- that's third-party sexual harassment right there. No doubt. I'm going to file. So I said, um, I thought I'd leave my Transformer. Uh, he said, it does lead me to my question for you guys. I thought I'd leave my Transformers to my son. Never happened or may not happen in terms of having a family. What uh, what will happen to your collection once you pass? Anyhow, I'll send it officially now. Uh, real quick, we've, we've kind of touched on this before. Uh, yeah, I believe we have. Um, for me, I want her to sell it. And I, I, mm. I'm hoping that friends that I have that are still around, hopefully, because it'll be a still around scenario, uh, yeah. will step in and help her sell it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, my perception has changed a bit because I, I'm just practical in that sense. Like, I enjoyed it. Get rid of it. Get your money. Set the kids up better. Whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I had a conversation with her about it. And so to answer the question, that's what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. What I think will happen It'll stay in the basement forever. It'll never, it'll never change. Nope. She'll just go down there and d- dust it off for you every once in a while. She'll treat it like a dead kid. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you this. There, I mean, if if you live long enough, uh-huh. there is going to be a point in time where you need to thin the herd of your collection. Right. You know, you're going to be moving to assisted living or, you know what I mean? At, at one point, the neighborhood might go south. You need to live someplace else and you're just not going to have the room. Uh-huh. Something's going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, how, how do you think you're going to dispose of aspects of your collection? I would try to just take, you know, key items mm-hmm. and give the rest of my kids to get rid of. Stow it away. No, well, no, 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 no. Hopefully sell. Yeah, you know, put some money in their pocket. The the question that my question for that is that there's going to be a point in time where, you know, there might not be a value, and it might be. Well, if it if it it can't sell, throw it away. Yeah. Or if your kids would like it, keep it. You know, but let let the kids break them, play with them on the floor until they break. You know, I'm I'm good with that. Give it to the grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um. I've had a couple different ideas of things that I want to do. Like, you know, one one thing that kind of aggravates me about my my family Dude, is I'm that, sorry, man. I got to cut you off. I got to take a piss bad as fuck. 
All right, do you think? All right. All right. So, you know, like one thing that kind of aggravates me about my old man, not that his it's his obligation, but like I do wish that like the family would do things together. Like we'd never done a family vacation since the kids were born and you know, he does have the means to to do things like like, like you've been to his house downtown, right? Mhm. Um, have you ever been in the basement of that house? No. Okay. He he's got a very nice, you know, one of the nicest houses downtown not to brag but it's old old ass well, you, not, you might have heard of it it is a historic property but like it's old as, it's old as fuck right uh-huh. and so the basement is like fucking creepy as shit it's like you know exposed knob to wiring it's like the old like slave kitchen you know like when they, the kitchens were in the basement like there's three stoves and this little you know whatever and there's like a shoot for coal and whatnot so old as fuck right and he spent a bunch of money like going down there and like repointing the brick walls and you know modernizing all of the electron electricity and cleaning it up to this this dungeon you know fucking basement right mm-hmm. and then recently he spent like 25,000 bucks to put a fucking sauna in this basement to put a fucking sauna in this basement right and i'm just like dude you got more money than fucking sense. Yep. Like, he's never going to use this thing. Never, ever, ever going to use this thing. And if he does, he'll use it for, like, the first week. You want to walk down that drafty-ass old rickety... I mean, it looks like... The basement looks like something from a horror film. Right, 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 right. right. Old historic house. I yep. mean, yeah, like, you know, stone like stone brick floors, right, uneven right, and right, shit. Right. I mean, it's yep. just... it's it's The house is, like, 150 years old or some shit, right? And it's like, all right, bro, I get it. You can fucking sure. spend money on dumb shit. But it's like we never, ever do anything as a family. I mean, twenty, dude, for $25,000, he could do, he could pay for everybody's family vacation, like, as a family for, like, you know, the next decade. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, like easily. And, and he's in his he's in his mid-50s, I mean, until he's, you know, in his 60s, spent time with his grandkids and his kids and yada, yada, yada. I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. And not to say that he has to, not to say that he's obligated to, but just it just something that I think about, and I think about it because a few years ago uh, I went on like a camping excursion with some some buddies, and uh, one of the guys' wife's parents have this property, and it's been in the family for like a hundred years, and it's like this it's this log cabin. I mean, it's, it's dated, but it's rusty. It's nice. It does have modern plumbing and everything, but you you know you walk, it's got this giant screen and porch. You walk into the porch, you go in there. It's like the kitchen. The kitchen's there. It's got a refrigerator, everything. It's got an old fire pit. It's got a little living room. There's a bathroom. And you go upstairs, and it's like a giant bay-type bunking area. And there's another screen and porch where there's bunks. Screen and porch. It sleeps like 40 people, 30 people. You know what I mean? It's it's a vacation spot for the whole family. You know right. what I mean? There's there's a private room or two, like for the for the parents. You know, you know, for but like all the grandkids and 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 stuff, and the great grandkids could all sleep together in the giant area. Or if it's a hunting cabin, it's like on this huge piece of property. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? This isn't something I would want to do every weekend. But like to do like a single family summer vacation or, or stay for a week. You know, where everybody gets together and has meals together and whatnot. I mean, it just, it's just—it's—it's fucking awesome, dude. And it's like I don't, like I don't understand why people don't do shit like that anymore. And it's not like there's not property available, but we spend our money on other bullshit, which is fine, you know. But anyway, so a big project of mine at one point, or in my mind, I was like, you know, I would like to 
do build something like this and I can like you know I can have some of my shit my collectible shit that meant something to me can go there and then other people who who move in and can put their shit and, and whatever I mean I don't, I don't know if I need Marty McFly up there but I wouldn't mind having some of my painted models you know up there or some of my comic book shit that people go and read or my library or whatever and if people don't like it you know later down the line they can they can get rid of it but hey this is grandpa's he used to play this miniature game back in the early 90s and up to 2020 when the game ended because the the you know somebody got sued who knows but i mean i don't that's kind of thing i think about for my collection but i do I, i would say like all my the only thing that I would really want to keep is like is like stuff that I worked on myself, like pieces of art, you know, like my models that I've painted or whatnot. Everything else they could sell or get. And most of my painting stuff dried up. They'd probably just toss it. Unfortunately for and, them, that's like most of your collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, like we have well, to, we have to keep this painted piece of. Uh, so like I think it's a future furnace or something. No, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about like <laughs> like character models and like I, I have come down here with my wife. Like, listen. These I want buried with me because my grandmother bought me. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, not literally, but like these I don't want you to throw away. But like this stuff, I mean, this, she could tell. I mean, this stuff, there's one case of stuff that I painted and there's like three other cases of shit that I haven't painted, you know, that I just bought completed. And Pam knows the difference and my friends know the difference. And, you know. So we got another question from uh, David E. C. Okay. And he says, hello, NRR. I saw this at the store and wondered what is your most prized figurine related Christmas ornament? So he, he saw the G1 Soundwave. Uh-huh. I want to give a special shout-out to Spuzz. He knows who he is. He found that Soundwave, picked it up, and sent it to me. Like, I wasn't expecting it. He was just like, I saw this and thought of you. Oh, another gift. Another gift. Imagine. And another I was going to pick it up. I was going to pick it up, you know? So I, no, need, no need. No need? No I, but I, but need. I, 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 actually, <laughs> I opened it the night we got home from Justice League. Yeah. And not for nothing, like, I had a little, like moment like i was like damn man like i, I was very touched um nice. but anyway prize figurine ornament favorite mm. Oof. honestly Oof. like i have like i have most of the star wars ornaments but like my favorite like figurine ornament is probably the grimlock i got last year like the g really it looks awesome it looks just like the g1 toy like it's just it's all sorts of nostalgic feels wrapped up in that. Like I love the Han and Chewie ornament, you know, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't look like Han Solo. It looks like an ornament sculpted to kind of look like Han Solo. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit looks like Grimlock on my tree. Um, but like, but like, my most prized ornament isn't any of that shit. It's this cheesy ass wooden cut out alligator with a uh a a Christmas reef stuffed around his nose so that he can't open and close his, his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it was my favorite one as a kid. And like my dad would like, would always joke with me when we went to like do the tree. He'd be like, I get to, I get to hang the alligator this year. And I'm like, no, you, you know? And like when I, when I moved out of the house, like he, he gave me like his ornaments, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I still have that alligator and like, it's still like my favorite fucking christmas ornament I'll, t- I'll tell you my favorite christmas ornament is the one your dad gave you the batman that's begins trash. The that's yellow. Trash. <laughs> i'll take a picture of that just as a, a backdrop one year <laughs> dude i look forward every time i come to your house after look, the decor like oh where is it i want to say like I, uh you know i give laura's family a hard time um yeah but one tradition of laura's family that i love and i'm going to do the same for my kids 
is they bought they bought each of their kids a Christmas ornament each year for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And then so they open up. What? Like they open up on Christmas? Yes. And then they kept them in their own box, like Christmas. So like when they went to decorate the tree, Laura would grab her box, Dan would grab her box, you know, et cetera, or his yeah. box. Um, and then when they move out on their own, they take the box with them. I hope Dan wasn't grabbing her box. Yeah, right, right. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. My mom did similar thing. That's very cool. Similar thing. What's your? Um, you know, I mean, I don't even know, dude. Like, I like, I'd have to like. <sighs> you know what, man? Like, and I hate to say this, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but like, I feel like I go so crazy on those Hallmark Christmas ornaments. Like, I get them all. Uh huh. That they it kind of loses the They're special meaningless. meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, there, there's like one year, Grandma, my Grandma Kay got me two of the Batman Batmobile ones, like the '90s Batman Batmobiles. Like she got me two of them the same year, and I put both of them on my tree because I just, it's, it's just if you knew my grandmother, like she's not, she's not a dumb woman by any stretch of the imagination. She's, she's very funny and witty, but she can be a little bit like forgetful. But like she probably bought it. Was out again, saw it, forgot she bought it, came back home, and was like, "Well, fuck it, he had to." You know what I mean? Like, 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 wouldn't want to take it back. Wouldn't want to bother taking it back. Right, like, right, yeah, you right. know what? I got you one, and then I got accidentally get you another one. So I just thought it'd be funny if I give both to, both of them to you. <laughs> right, right, you know right. I mean? Um, I mean, like, here's like a classic one. My grandmother, she's like, oh, "You know what? I was out with the senior citizens, and we went and saw a play, and it was horrible. Just people." Yelling and screaming and crying, they're jumping all over the stage. I didn't couldn't make heads or tails of it. What was it called? Panther of the Opry. <laughs> <laughs> my um, my favorite Star Wars ornament is is uh, ironically it's the one where it's in Obi Wan's home, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, your father wanted you to have this when yeah, you were this, old enough. Yep, and it, and it lights up. Yeah, and, and what's funny is like you know those those aren't. Like that's not like my favorite moment of that movie. Those aren't my favorite characters in that saga. It's just a really effective ornament. Yeah, I I, I love that one too. That's one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites is my fucking Ghostbusters Ecto One. Yeah, that's cool. You know, like um, I got. I mean, I, I Superman and Batman. I had these two Superman and Batmans that always go to the top of my tree. I don't do a fucking angel Superman and Batman at the top of my tree. The, those are favorites. Um. And I do. I am missing some. I like uh, my my uh, some of my Star Trek ships. Uh-huh. I, I really like some of my, like uh, most of my Star Wars stuff. I really like. I mean, it's the stuff that like I don't let the kids. I'm so horrible with that shit. That's like uh, Daddy's ornaments and like 75 percent of the orders on the tree are mine. We do and, a, uh, a super tacky star at the top of our Christmas tree. That that lights up and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like puts lights on the ceiling. Cause my I love it. My, yeah, I do too. My my wife was like, uh, we, we want to get an angel, and I was like, no, we don't. And she's like, "Yeah, get an angel. It's gonna look nice." And I was like, "Nah, we're getting we're getting some rock and roll shit. I got this." And I went out and I grabbed the star and I brought it home and she I lit it up and she was like, "What a fucking nightmare!" But all the kids are like, "Fucking awesome!" You know, so like, it's like it's like like everybody's like everybody like like I don't give a shit really, you know, like. But the kids like every year like it just whatever makes, I do what I want. Exactly, the kids this year are like the kids this year are like you know like oh I can't wait to get the star out I can't wait you know she like, just rolls her eyes. What um. Are you guys? Are, have you guys reached the point of doing like the separate Star Wars tree? Yeah, you've been talking about it. No, we did, did it, la- it last did, year. Yeah, we did it last year. Was that the first year? Yep. Okay. Set yeah, it up that, in the that, library. That's right. That's right. 
Um, I couldn't remember if I was inventing that memory, if it really happened. Nope. Um, it really happened. Uh, so, moving on to Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, we had two new TV spots this week. Yep, haven't watched them. Dude, dude, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the one. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. You don't have to watch it. Can, can you send them? Can you send me the links right I, now? I already, I already have it in your email. Really? Mm-hmm. Just now? Uh, it's in the show notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Let me stop this and watch them. All right. Okay. Well, that's pretty much a confirmation that I need somebody to help me through this. And the next line is Kylo failed me. I won't. So yeah. She's de- that's 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 it. That's definitely uh, not Kylo offering his hand to her in that scene. In that scene, correct. Yeah. Um, and then, who are you? That's pretty interesting. So we've heard rumors that that's the first line he says to to her. Um, so he definitely says it. We don't know when it happened. Um, I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Anything that you're gleaning from that? Uh, no. I, I just think it, I just think it looks awesome. I, like I love the music. I don't the the that trailer. I'm not sure if that's John Williams. Really? Yeah. Like that that seems a little bit more epic than John Williams. Like John Williams, I feel like if I was to put a word it would almost be more theatrical. Like this sounds like it would be on like Epic Score 38, The Winds of Nova or some shit, you know. <laughs> or or The Winds of Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um um yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Does it does it teach us anything new though? I do. I do feel more and more that Ray is just Ray. I wish. You know, I, wish she, I, I wish I could say that. Yeah. But so I that's don't. Runner-up choice. That's my runner-up choice. You, you still. You're still feeling powerful that she's a Skywalker. I'm feeling more and more powerful. She's a Solo. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of people leaning that way now. All of a sudden. Yeah, I, I have I have seen that. Crazy. I have seen that trend. Uh, which is it is interesting that that people are are starting to feel that way. Yeah. I'm surprised. But um, somebody said. So I'm reading the comments of that video. Somebody said, "Mary, mm-hmm. Mary Sue." <laughs> well, yeah, what's the hate with that? Bro? I, I don't know, man. Um. Anyway, and the other bit of news, Star Wars related, is it's got a runtime and a rating. Okay. It's PG-13. Which we figured. And it's 150 minutes, making it the longest Star Wars movie of all time. So two and a half hours. Yep. Hmm. Dude, that's kind of dude. I like that's kind of surprising. And I like uh, I like not for nothing. Just side note in that trailer, I like Snoke closing his eyes. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I like it. Um. So I mean, th- and that's a scene where he's reaching out and grabbing what's her face. Now I wonder if that's a dream scene. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit that that I'm like, you know what, I I. I think there's a lot of illusions in here, you know. It, it's the and we've already kind of caught them doing one with the whole, you know. I just need somebody to help me through this. And then seeing his hand like that's definitely not the same scene now. Dude, um, somebody else in the comments was like, "Ooh, another Star Wars deleted scenes montage." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's this. In, you know what? I I uh. I had this crazy idea the other day, and hear me out. And I and I checked the ages, and it might be possible because I was just curious to how old Kylo is versus how old, 
you know, um, well, how old they are in real life, right, right? Right. And what if has anybody ever questioned if Kylo is her father? Why have we never had that? And I'm not saying that's a good idea. Right, right, right. I'm, but why have we never had like, the discussion? No, that's fair. We should have had this. We, that, should, yeah. that should be tabled. I think everything deserves the right to be tabled. I mean, so Adam Driver is, say, 33 or 34. She's, like, 23, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, like, there's like a, between a 10 and 11-year difference, right? But he could easily be, he could easily be 37-ish, you know? Maybe, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. could be in his yeah. 30s, yeah, sure, and she sure, could be, sure. like, I'm and she you. could be, I'm with you. and she could be 17, you know what I mean? So, he could have had her when he was 17, you know? Yeah. Was a young man. So, I mean, it's it's definitely possible. Um, And, I mean, if if, if he's, it, so, I it just, it's just something to think about. And I don't know why we've never even tabled it. I mean, maybe because we're too distracted with them being siblings or cousins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so, I, I, I think everything deserves to be tabled. I, and I've said that since the beginning. Like, the, like the only thing we know is that we don't know. Yeah. And and you know, it, it's it's it, it's almost that we can't know. You know what I mean? Like, like there's not there's not enough information in the equation to 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 even be able to figure it out. Which right. is sometimes my my guess of these things. So. I don't know. It's a good trailer, bro. I agree. It's a good trailer. We need to start figuring out our plan of action for Star Wars. Um. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it, though. So, uh, uh, that's it for the show. Shout out to the Cool Table Network. Shout out to Rumble Collectors, Beer and Boltish 40K, Shattercast Uncut, Plastic Fanatics, uh, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, which hasn't put out an episode in like a month, and uh, eight weeks, which, no, which we hey, 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 stop hey. shouting out. To be fair, neither is Beer and Bolters, so... No, you guys just put out an episode. <laughs> did we? Yeah. Oh, did you listen to it? No. no of course I, I, not. I, I, <laughs> to be fair, I heard most of it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's <laughs> you know? true. You don't have to listen to it. It's fine. Um, I usually listen, but I... If you're ever curious about something we talked about, just ask me. I'd love to talk about it again. I um, I, I, heard, I actually heard most of it in real time. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, The other thing is, uh, shout out to... Uh, Building it up from the bottom, I think it's—I can't remember the name. It's a long name, but shout out to them. Uh, Tell your porno. They need to get on iTunes, please, you guys. Please, somebody get in touch with me. Let me know what's going on with that because we want to add it to the roster, but we need—we need to get it up on iTunes or some sort of audio platform. Um, and uh, and yeah, shout, it also available on iTunes as the, uh, the are the RFC Hangout shows. Um, they've kind of been like have going through a metamorphosis over there. It seems like it's been changing directions, and uh, it's been really engaging like these past couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to a Maryland, uh, meetup today. Really? Yeah. What is that about? Uh, just a collector thing. Uh, shout out to extra zero. He put it together, asked me if I'd come out and I said, sh- I said, sure. I couldn't make the last one. So I said, sure. Where, where is it at? Uh, Columbia somewhere. Get out of town. Yeah. Um, and is there any, oh, shout out to Raul. He's on the cusp of a hundred thousand subscribers check it right now it might hit it yeah it, it might have. i'll check it shout out to black phillip because he's still under contract for half a year shout out to dante kicking ass and actually supplying a lot of the articles that we use this week for uh the show and shout out to joe scheduling sucks these days we're doing what we can to accommodate it just bear with us until we, we fall into a rhythm uh raul was at 99.2 thousand followers 
Does he get a plaque when uh we should make him one. No, I mean like well I doubt it. Instagram send him a plaque, like YouTube. I doubt it. But we should make him one. Um and that's it for the show. We are gonna have a brief Justice League discussion. It's gonna be spoiler heavy, so if you don't want any of that, back out now. Um we we would we would try to separate spoiler and non spoiler, you know, so you guys can listen to half of it, but the problem is is we just end up spoiling it. So just do yourself a favor and back out now. All right. Ninety nine. Yeah. Ninety eight. So how do you feel a week later or almost a week later? Has it been a week? It's nah, been like uh, a day, dude. Yeah, whatever, whatever. By the time they hear, <laughs> time hear this, it'll be a week. So pretend we're in the future. In the future. Okay, so um the urge to go see it, I got I was thinking about taking the girls to see it again yesterday. So I mean, we're recording this on a Saturday morning. We saw it Thursday night. When I was leaving the theater Thursday, I'm like, I'm good. I, you know, I don't like my big complaints in regards to the <laughs> the, the moustache. Uh, it, it's it's I feel it's still valid, but like the excitement of thinking about it, I I, I want to go see it again like now, like I, I when we end the podcast, I was like, hey man, uh, what are you guys doing for us today? Let's take the girls to see uh, Justice League. Like, let's go do this again. Right, right, right. Um. So like. There's just aspects of it now I'm still I'm so befuddled from that it's hard for me to even think about anything else. I just want to see Superman do Superman shit again. Like last night when I had a glass of wine, I'd like search in the back of my wine glasses. I mean in my glasses to find my Superman like DC glass to drink my wine out of. Right, right, right. I want to go find my Superman bed sheets to put them on my fucking bed right now and wear my Superman underoos above my pants. Right. Above my pants. So how about you? How you feeling? Um. So like I'm I'm feeling I'm I'm my my score is staying the same, which is seven point five. But I'm I'm feeling the weights at both ends. So okay. like I I think that some of the shit that I saw in that movie is some of the most spectacular big two comic book movie shit I've ever seen. Yep. Like uh, Superman Unleashed. And oh. and the step is, is Steppenwolf versus the Amazons, man. Like I, I wish yeah. I had that on a on a roll to just watch over and yep. over again. Like it's just 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 the conceptual story, just just the way it is shot. Yeah, and like the movement and that hot of the that story. hot potato aspect of it. Oh, you know, it's, like, it's just so it was it it was like it had like it had some Lord of the Rings swag in it, but like it's so new for this genre. You know, yeah. like it's it, and like it's epic looking. It's it's what I wanted from Thor Ragnarok. That sequence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like so 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 like on that end, I'm like, man, I want to see this again. Just see it. Oh, also like Wonder Woman stopping all those bullets from hitting the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the movie again just to see those parts. Um, the more I think about it, how straightforward it is and how kind of how kind of fine it is. The, the more, on the same hand, I'm like, man, I really wish they would have already been able to establish Flash and Aquaman so we wouldn't have had to gone through those motions and could have really dived in to the story of this movie, which I think could have made it perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's... You know, it's, you know it's, and this isn't a criticism of you. This is an observation. You really have gotten into the zone of, not the minimalist, but like, you know the old statement, like, something written... It's not about having everything there. It's ha- it's having nothing that's not needed. Right. You know what I mean? 
Right. And, and, and you, you have kind of embodied that in your movie taste for, uh, recently. And th- there's, there's part of me that does absolutely agree with you. There, there was some aspects of the movie that felt disconjointed. Like I, I don't, and I don't think we, I, I don't even think it was important to know that much about Barry. You know, like that, that part with his father. I agree. It, it c- could actually completely be taken out. I, I, yeah, 100% it could be taken out. Um, I have to say that I did, because there's more heart there, I did enjoy that more than the Aquaman-Mira conversation, which I felt was way out of place. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if they could have removed both of those kind of storylines, right, and they could have removed Wonder Woman doing Wonder Woman shit at the beginning of the movie because that didn't really tie in either, and if they would have used those three sequences to just expand on Steppenwolf why he was there and what he's about and and Batman working it out behind the scenes a little bit more like I think like there's just like it's a it's a really I think it's a good movie that could have been great and the problem the the same problem that prevents it from being great it's obligated to do because of it, the position it's in yes yes it's got a, it's got <sighs> It's got 75 years of history and mythology and character development to knock out in, in exactly. two, two hours. And I think they could have kept Cyborg for this movie. Like, I think explaining who Cyborg is makes sense to be in this movie. Yeah. you know, I mean, like, so you're saying take out Aquaman and Flash? No, 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 no. Just, just take out, like... Like their so backstory, th- their backstory, the stuff with Mira, the stuff with Flash and his dad. Remove all of that. Remove uh, w- that Wonder Woman fight scene, and then add in just pertinent story stuff to this. But that's only if this movie came after the Flash and Aquaman movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, because well, it, it, because of the position it's in, it has to. Which I understand. I just wish I lived in a different universe. You know what's funny about the Flash? I I can easily say he's my least favorite. Really? Easily. I think Aquaman's my least favorite. Um, I I just I like I like that guy, Jason Momoa, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and I like his swagger. I like his look. I like the direction that they're going with Aquaman with him. And so I'm I'm more interested in him because I just I I haven't seen an Aquaman story. No, no, no. You know I, I mean? I'm interested, but I just didn't. I just I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't take to him. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, let, let me let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Of all the flashes that you've seen, uh-huh. live action flashes, where does this flash rate? Uh, on, on par, which is to say, like, it doesn't feel quite right yet. Like, he doesn't feel like Barry Allen to me. Yes. Yeah. No, like, like, like is he number three? Is he number two? Is he number one? He's tied at number three. Who's number two then? I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for number two. So, who's your first? Who's your first Flash? Uh, Justice League cartoon. No, no, no. I'm talking about live actions. They're, they're all tied at three. That's not what I'm, dude. That's I can't. Not, that's I can't. Not, I, I all. I, I. I'm not satisfied with any of them. I'm not saying you're satisfied. I'm just saying wh- which flashes. You know, if you had to rate them, if I had to pick, if I, I'm. If you had a magic, if you had a magic button, this would be right? number one. Okay. And, and, but but he's not number one to me. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I guess he would be number three. Uh, the 90s would be number four. And the TV one would be number five. Okay. Fair enough. I, I actually, I think that the the 90s one, the look, like, just his look, 
I feel like he's number one for me. I don't think he's as as developed, and I'm also looking through. I'm looking through eyes that like. And this sounds crazy. Hear me out, though. Like, I'm also looking through eyes that, like, if they made Michael Keaton Batman in this movie, I'd be fine as well. Dude, you know have, I mean? you, like, have you heard the theories of people saying that this is the Keaton verse? Really? Yeah. Dude, they're pretty. Like, I, obviously, I don't think it's true, but it's pretty goddamn interesting. Do tell. Like, just that, like, including penguins, the age he's been doing it for 20 years. He's been doing it for 20 years. It's the same music for his theme. Um, he's still dude. using, he's still using guns out the ass. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I like it. I do too. Don't we, well, we know that the Joker, it's a new Joker. Right. But it could be a new Joker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he could, it could be Jack Napier's son. Yeah. I like, I don't hate it. All right. What if, what if this new Joker is Jack's son? I think, I, I think I like him more. Yeah, I, I actually do too. Like, all right, so what else? What else? What else Isn't do we that have? Crazy? In this? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I want to. I want to flesh this out. So what? So we've seen Joker. All right, so just Batman and Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin don't so, count. No, 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 no. They count. So, so think about it, right? Because in Batman and Robin, Batman gets over his parents' death. Like that's his arc. Okay. So for 20 years, he's kind of forgotten his mission in a way, leading him down this dark path. Okay. And it's Superman screaming Martha that makes him remember his humanity and brings him back. Okay. But I don't really feel like he lost his humanity in Batman and Robin. No, he didn't. He didn't because it just started. It took 20 years. to. Oh, to fester. Right. Hmm. I don't hate that. I don't hate it either, man. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, babe. Hold on one second, dude. Even though it's even though it ties it to those movies, uh-huh. because he's lost his way, it simultaneously condemns him better. Condemns those <laughs> movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he definitely can't be attached to the to the, the Nolan verse, right? Definitely. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I don't I don't mind that. I mean, like, don't, do, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I I would prefer. I would prefer it being just Batman and Batman Returns. You know right. what I mean? I, I I I still think that we can have the the arcs can still be in there, um, but obviously. Matt Reeves gonna come in here. What if Matt Reeves pulls a Superman Returns thing and like says everything is loosely based off the Batman, you know, Batman and Batman Returns? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm look to be honest with you, I'm good with it either way. I don't hate that. I don't, I don't either. That. Huh, that might just make me like this movie more too. Like, uh, I at first I like laughed about it, but then like the more I started looking into it. And thinking yeah. about it, I was like, dude, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that Batman is pretty dark. Yeah. So, like, you know, and, and so, like, like if, if he was already that dark, mm-hmm. then, like, he was, that, that puts him in a position where he would be closer to kind of getting over his parents' death and forgetting his own rules. And then he forgets his own rules. He forgets his way. He loses his way for 20 years. It's this gradual 
decline of morality mm-hmm. to the point where we get Batman versus Superman, and then he remembers it, and then in this Justice League movie, we kind of have a more like he's not like he's still got guns on the Batmobile, he's still shooting aliens, but he's not murderous Batman outside of that in this movie. Yeah, I mean every every Batmobile we've seen in live action has had guns. So even Nolan's no, Batman but you, had but you guns. know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not having that argument again, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it justifies what he's doing. It justifies what he's doing. And, just, and, and, how, and, and how he's doing it. And it kind of justifies what he did in the fucking Keaton films. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I like it. Bring it, bring it on. <laughs> Give it to me. That's how I feel. Um, uh, let me ask you this now. Yeah. A- after this film, do you, do you have a hunger or a need for Batman, another Batman film for a while, or are you good? I'm good. Yeah, I I feel that way too. Like I love Batman. Don't get me wrong. I I would still love to see a a long Halloween, but I, I've I, I kind of feel like I pretty much got to see everything I've ever wanted to see with Batman. And not for nothing, I might have seen everything I need to see with Superman. I really had. I mean, th- there is some fan service there that I don't think we've even been able to digest. Yes, I think it's it's still too fresh. And there's it we I. I might be personally distracted by a, a certain thing. I mean, it's it, the problem is right under my nose. Yeah, it's right under my nose. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, like it is like there's one thing I've been seeing in a lot of the reviews and stuff from from like, and I'm not talking about like Vanity Fair, but like you know reviews from ComicBook.com or whatever. Yeah, where they're like, look for even like for all of its flaws, which are there. Yeah, no one can deny that it's definitely a love letter to DC fans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a valid point. You know, like, we did have those, you know, Yoda with a lightsaber moments. Yes, yeah, that's that's the one that stuck out in my mind. You know what's funny, man? Like, so the first the first act of the movie was rocky. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. The first scene of the movie yeah, was it, really it's rocky. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. It's very strange because... There's a couple films that it, it, it just didn't feel the same. I, the, the other one it was in X Men X Two, when Wolverine gets back to the mansion, mm-hmm. and like walk in there and it's like really populated. It's like you like oh you guys got more a uh, bigger budget for a wider uh, a, a bunch more actors and like and Storm's like Logan so glad you for you to be back. Like, they've been old friends like bitch he just left like a month ago and you just met and and you knew him for three days. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. And right. it just it felt so artificial or like I didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean? And I love X2. It's probably my favorite X movie. But there's an aspect of that that's like, get the fuck out of here. Right. You know? And with this, when this, when this shit started out and Batman's doing like some crazy flip action, um, it didn't feel right. And I, and I guarantee, I, I, do you think that, that was Joss, that whole first scene? Because I, I, I feel that it was. I, the, the, uh, the Superman bit? Not that too. I'm talking about the, su- the, the, the Superman bit. I, 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 I'd have to watch it again. But the, the, Parademon bit, I did feel like that was Joe's. Yeah, that's the that's the version I'm talking about. And like my first initial reaction to that was like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Like it just looked right. It was like it was was like a video game. It was like yeah, 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 yeah. So at the very first jump, I'm like, oh man, oh no, (laughs) oh no, they, oh no, And, and then the Wonder Woman bit started. And the intent of those guys, like, we're just going to blow the earth up. Right. You know, we're just going to, you know, because it needs to be reborn type of thing. I was like, this is this is fucking shallow. But then to see her in action was good. You know what I mean? I agree. That was awesome. And then I think the next bit is the the 
the Amazons, right? The next significant bit. I mean, I think there's there's some stuff with Lois. Because we see Bruce go to get uh, Aquaman and all that. That's true. And, and I was fine with that. I mean, it wasn't anything like earth shattering. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I do feel like, you know, and, and I mean, a lot of it was for the rollout, you know, because I think they're yeah. really trying to push this movie. But I did feel like I saw a lot of this movie in the trailers. Not, not, I didn't see the big payoff scene. So it was nice to see the big payoff scenes for the first time in the movie. But yeah. a lot of the story elements are in the trailer in hindsight. Yes. 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 I, gr- I agree. But I will tell you, <laughs> they did a hell of a good job keeping shit secret oh um, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah and that pay and that and the payoff scenes do fucking pay off okay so this is spoiler heavy scene uh, i guess we should talk about superman's resurrection um because i love a good resurrection bro right uh do do you think that i i did feel as though they did not make it as jesus-y as i thought that it would have been i agree um, they, they definitely flipped the script on that one. Um, I did feel like as they were talking about it and mulling over the idea, I was like, I can't believe they're just going to, there's like, all right, time to bring him back. Let's do this. Let's bring him back. Time right. to bring him back. I, the, the, as matter of factness of the conversation did feel a little bit off and, and I didn't think it was going to happen because of the way they were talking about it. like, okay, well, they're obviously not going to bring him back yet. I wonder how this is going to be initiated. So when he really comes back, right, right, right. Um, but then once it happened, um, and it was a very comic booky rebirth. Yes, yeah, like you know, I'll do this to do this, and then you do this, and then all of a sudden he'll be back. And here's, here's the magic juice. Here's yep. the, yeah. <clears throat> here's the magic juice. I gotta do something dangerous and trying. And yeah. I don't think this, I don't like this idea. I don't think it's gonna work. We need one of the team members to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think then once once it all you know fell together, it was great. Um, so let's talk about his look, bro. Um, Who's Superman's? Uh, like when he, I, I was a little that if like if, and I don't care because the payoff was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. But if I had to nitpick, had to mm-hmm. gun to my head, I would have preferred him that fight not been with him in some slacks. Oh really? Yeah. Was like you want him to have the black costume? Maybe, but like, um, it just seems it just it just seems strange to me. I don't know why. It's like a mm-hmm. visceral thing. Like it's like a knee jerk thing. Like why is Superman wearing slacks? Yeah, you know, like it's it, if it, it was because it almost comes across as bad Clark instead of bad Superman. Ooh, um, yeah. And and I would have preferred. I think I would have preferred the black suit. Like if if Martha would have made him a black suit to bury him in, you know, which I know, whatever. But like a, like a traditional Kryptonian yes, funeral. Yes. Like, yeah. But you know what? Like, I, I mean, it's not a deal breaker. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It, like like that makes that makes a lot of sense in regards to comic book Superman because comic book Superman, he he does try to respect and understand his Kryptonian heritage. You know what I mean? Like he wants to he wants to be a part of it. Right. But this Superman, I don't feel like he does. No, you know I mean? no, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that it's the it's the most logical sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think it would have felt better. It would have felt even better to me. It'd have been an even bigger payoff. Exactly. Yeah. Um so that that was pretty interesting. I do feel like I do feel like they they dropped the ball 
in regards to the, the, the plot hole of them struggling to tame Superman's awakening with losing the mother box, I thought was was a little bit much. It's like, you know, like, I hear you guys want to bring the big guns, but for right now, you know, we have this thing secured. You know right. what I mean? Like, he can't do shit. He can't do shit without this. And we can, u- now we can use it, but let's make sure we, you know, clean up after ourselves as soon as we get in a position where we can use this. And I thought that was a little forced. But at the same time, not to be too too critical of it, it did kind of make sense, too, that it was fucking pandemonium and utter chaos. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. Did we, did we make a bad situation even worse with bringing a crazy Superman? Sure. You know? But you know what I have um, to say? Like, I, I just got to get this point out so I don't forget. Um, in terms of these DC movies and representations, right, mm-hmm. I think – I think my my hierarchy right now would go Henry Cavill as Superman is to me the most nailed. Okay. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman to me is the second most nailed. Mm-hmm. And three would probably be whoever plays Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he like, yeah he, he, he did an awesome job, dude. His his delivery because a lot of his lines are weird, like they're. They're hard to do, and especially when you look that way, you know, with the fucking tech suits and shit, and you got half yeah. the eye, and, and you know, like, I, like I'm sure he had to wear like half a green mask, and or like, you know what I mean, like prosthetic. No, he wore he wore a prosthetic like lens that like casted light on his face the whole time. So, but you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, you got, yeah, 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 and like he really like his tonal delivery is perfect. Yeah, it's calculated. It, it, it's almost machine like. Yeah, like he did. A, he's an awesome actor. Dude, he killed that role. And then my yep. and then my fourth would be Harley Quinn. Like those would be my, and oh and, and I'd probably put um, Amanda Connor, um, above. Uh, I'd probably I might put her first, <laughs> but uh, she'd be in the top three, and then Cyborg. Okay. I mean, th- like they're just so all- Ben Affleck didn't even didn't even make the list. No, I'm not crazy about him, man. Like I got I got very mixed feelings about him as Batman. Yeah, I mean, dude, I feel, I feel the struggle. Yeah, you know I mean? like, there, there's parts, there's, there's, there's parts he kills. Yeah, like, but I feel like he killed. I, I feel like he's my guess. favorite looking. I feel like he's my favorite looking Batman. He's my favorite looking Bruce Wayne. Um, but it, but the, the, there's, should I go back to like, ba- like, Bale's Batman, like, is awesome. You know what I mean? But like the voice gets on me, and the right. and the fact that Bale isn't like oh, I would Affleck's, say this is my favorite voice Batman texture wise. Yeah. Um, and it's and like he's got the mass, he's got the he's got the presence. I mean, he's the biggest dude on that cast. You uh, yeah, know what I mean? but I'm not crazy about that either. I am. I do. That, like, that's how Batman needs to be, bro. And, and he's a little like he's a little top heavy. I found it distracting. Like, oh, really? I mean, well, I do, I do think there's left, like, like his shoulders in the bat suit are huge. His, yeah. His yeah, shoulders yeah. in a three piece suit are standard. Well, it depends on, it depends on like, it, it, like where he's at and if it reshoots, cause he's definitely not. Sure. But it's, it's a lot of know. rubber. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, like, and it's just, it, it is, it's off putting to me. I, I like, I, I like the cow in this a lot better. Like it still makes his head look fat from time to time. But, yeah. But. Yeah. I th- I think it was more effective than BVS, but I think I think he had more shining moments as Batman in BVS. I agree. I agree. I I 
um, like he was a menace. In this one, he de- like one thing they did do in this that I thought was effective is he took an ass whipping. Yeah, as Batman for the for the parademon until he he like suited up like he wasn't prepared right to to deal with like that level of the parent the parademons, and um, and I and I think. You know, it's like, all right, we got the team together. We got some information. Let's act on it. And that, that that team seems uncharacteristic for him. Right. But then when he was leading the team later and organizing and coming up with a plan, it seemed that, like, everything kind of fell more into place. And then Diana stepped up. That part was kind of good as well. Um, Necessary. I do like the little – Yeah. It was, a, I do I, like the li- it was a little clunky, like we talked about that. It was a little – Yeah. But, but it was necessary for her to take that position. Yes, yeah. I do like the bit at the end where like now he wants to rebuild Wayne Manor. Yeah, 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 definitely, and and then and then also have it as like a place for the Justice League to gather instead of a Hall of Justice. It's in his hall. Yeah, perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, like beautiful. I, I, you know, what's interesting is like all of like the uh, anxiety building up to this moment. You know, and and our mixed feelings about this universe between you and I. Prior to this, uh, you were f- more fond of BVS than I was. You were more fond of Suicide Squad than I was, but I was more looking forward to Suicide Squad than you were. Yeah, um, you had more belief in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and and it's funny that it is kind of led up to this moment, and this is probably the movie we've most agreed on in recent years. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And, and, and it's and it's the one that I think it's the most. Not for nothing, I think it's the most important one. Yeah, because like I don't think that we're ever. Like I don't think that we're ever gonna have an issue with a saga film, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know, you know, we've had our disagreements in regards to like Rogue One and whatever thing, but I don't really think they matter as much as a saga film. No. Not to say that's not good. No, no, I, 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 hundred percent agree. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I just, I, I think that just like in a, a disagreement that we would have on Aquaman is nowhere near as important as a disagreement we would have on Just Sleek Two. Yep. I, I, I just, I feel like they're getting the formula there now. And I don't want them to make too many changes because, like, as of right now, like, yeah, I, I want to see what happens in Flashpoint. Yeah, you know me too. I, mean? I, I want them to be able to fix certain things I don't like. But at this point, too, let's say they say, "Hey, we're not going to do." Let's say Justice League is a smash success in the box office, uh-huh. right? Everybody fucking loves it because I think it's going to do extremely well. I think that, I think that, regardless of the how people. The critics are going to react. Well, there's also th- been some scuttlebutt about that. Um, What's that? It's kind of in the ballpark of your conspiracy theory. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. It's it's not the Marvel. I mean, Disney paying people off. You know, and, and okay. It's, but there is some weird shit happening with Rotten Tomatoes and the way that that votes or whatever scores and reviews are tallied. Mm, do tell. Um, there's an article on it. I can try to bring it up. It, it's it's a little difficult to kind of follow fully mm-hmm. um but i will bring it up i also give a shout out at the same time because it was um it was one of our uh oh J- uh, it was jrl um that that posted it and this is from uh itc network itc news and one of the biggest mind-blowing moments of the year has been alleged by mark hughes critic contributor of forbes that someone uh or even possibly Rotten Tomatoes, has posted a review for Justice League under his name on the site. 
I've been yelling from the top of the mountain for years now that critics and Rotten Tomatoes have been deliberately attacking DCEU and Zack Snyder, that the unfair critiques of the DCEU for things that Marvel gets a pass on were a sign of an almost institutional bias between the two. Until now, it's just been basically me being paranoid, but not anymore. We find that Hughes, who has been an overall fan of DCU and at least a fair critic, became aware of the fact that a review for Justice League was posted to Rotten Tomatoes under his profile. Hughes tweeted out, Rotten Tomatoes, I did not submit my Justice League review yet to Rotten Tomatoes, yet somehow when I logged in, it says I did, and someone apparently used my account to do it themselves. What's going on? Hmm. Um, at this stage, things just aren't coincidence anymore. They're not paranoia or a fanboy mad at negative reviews. To post a review under critics' names, da 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 there's a portion of the audience who believe this Rotten Tomatoes is a neutral site. Um, so when a movie has a rotten score of 40 something percent, it will turn that portion of the audience off and thus they have, uh, stay at home instead of seeing the movie. Now Hughes did the back, Hughes then backpedaled his initial vibe by saying that there's a fault in how things are rated on Rotten Tomatoes that an in-between review is automatically given a rotten rating. So here's the thing, right? This is the real nuts and bolts. Um, Sometimes and I, it's and I've heard I, I've heard this before. Like, I, I've heard, you can say ahead. the same things, and Rotten Tomatoes will either say, "Okay, this is a rotten review," or a fresh review. Yes, right. But sometimes they can be almost the same exact criticisms. Like in here, they have a criticism of Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. and a criticism of Justice League that are almost identical, and and you know, there's praises that go along with the criticisms. Yes. and Thor Ragnarok got the fresh. And Justice League got the rotten. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, like, that, to say a C plus gets a rotten rating while B minus is fresh and blame it on a site error is obviously disingenuous. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. No. I, and I've never. I, I'm, that that was never my beef. Just to put that out there. My beef was that Disney is not paying off critics and getting involved politically. That that's that that's been mine. Like, I just don't see that. Well, I, no. Yeah. I mean, I think th- it's. Di- Definitely, there's a conspiracy to reduce them, and I think that I've brought up evidence before about stuff specifically like that, like the, the, the website a, and such. And I, and I, I yeah. I've been, I've been open to all that. My thing is just was just I don't want to, I don't, I don't want anybody out there to to, to misconstrue what I'm, what I've been saying. You know, it's only been the Disney thing where I've been like, man, I, I doubt they even care. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't think this movie is. This movie certainly doesn't deserve the thirty-eight percent or whatever it was that we walked into. Oh, absolutely not. You and I had that conversation earlier in the day about remembering the episode in Fanboys. I mean, the the where he says, "What if the movie sucks?" Right before episode one starts. So yeah. Like right before this movie starts, I looked over at you and I was like, "What if this is going to be awesome?" Yeah. And then like it was pretty fucking solid. It's not great. Yeah. It's not phenomenal. It's not blowing the doors off anything, but it's solid. Yeah, you know, I I I actually think. Hear me out on this. Mm-hmm. With something like this, where you have far more opportunities to fuck up than you do to get well, do well, I think that it was good. Like, like yeah, I think it's good. It, it, so, yes, and this, I'll bring this back to, this reminded me of something that I wanted specifically with this. So, I went to a parent-teacher conference last night, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, we went through everything. My daughter's doing really well and everything. And then they, they get to this one math test that they do, that everybody does. And um, it's like some assessment test, some, some state assessment test, and she got a 75 on it. And she usually gets a perfect score on all her math. 
and I'm like, and I, and and like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, well, we want to explain this to you. This test is um, always very hard. Average, the average student who is doing well in math and meeting all the standards gets a fifty, uh, a fifty on it. Um, nobody gets a perfect score on this, and anybody who is getting a seventy is excelling at math. They're getting an A in math. So the fact that she got a seventy-five is very good. She's doing much better than than average folks. I'm like, okay, cool, All right, good. So, and she's like, I know this doesn't represent very well because she is, you know, people re read this as she's getting a C, but she's not. She's a student with math, yada, 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 yada. So I'm looking back after having that and thinking about Justice League, and I'm like, dude, like, do the same kind of rules apply? There's, like, so much to get wrong with this movie. I agree. A introduction of Aquaman, the introduction of Flash, the introduction of another cosmic being that looks fucking luncheon, but it, it's staying... It's staying true to the source material. the The concept of bringing a, a a hero, the greatest hero of all time, back from the dead, which is canon. You know what I mean? Right. How are they going to do this in a way that's not hokey? How do How do we engineer all this? Um, I dude, mean, just like, just the amount of the amount of exposition necessary to make to, this to facilitate that. to make this yeah. not successful. And I'm not talking about just that. I'm talking about in general. Bringing him yes. back from the dead, establishing Aquaman, establishing Flash, bringing the team together, establishing Steppenwolf, establishing the history, and establishing the threat. Yes. Like that's the, that's what needs to be done in this movie. And like to to have all those components have to make you know the soup. It's it's a wonder that it wasn't a complete failure. That's what I'm saying. Instead of being like, let alone being good. Yes. So, so my my thing is, is I kind of feel like the same way about my daughter's test. The fact that we gave this kind of a seventy, like a seven point five or a seven, like in hindsight, looking at how difficult it is, I think it, I think it's still an A. Right. Like I, 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 I think that long term is going to be an A, and I think that it's going to have there's going to be aspects of it that once everything's congealed and 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 the soup is set, you know, that we're going to look back and be like, dude, this is actually revolutionary. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And and again, there like for those of you guys who aren't Patreon listeners, um I will repeat this statement that I made that I made during the they you know the initial reaction. There's parts of this movie that hands down destroy anything that I've ever seen in any other superhero movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like 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 this it, it it's up there like the first time you saw you saw fucking lightsaber ignite. Yeah, I mean, it, or, like the first time that fucking Darth Vader walked into a walked into that fucking that fucking tunnel. You know what I mean? You know, you know, on that ship, you're just like, oh my god, this has changed my life forever. And I, it's funny because we 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 had that conversation prior to the movie. Prior to the movie about like you know movies that have changed. You, you walk to the theater and it changed your life, and it's like. And we had that conversation too, uh, uh, last episode about like tier tier B characters, and like if Iron Man and Captain America are tier B characters, and like dude, like <laughs> not for nothing, man. But like I gotta double down on that. Like once you see Superman, well, I'm not. I'm only. B I'm only comparing those characters within their own universe. I hear you. I hear you. But like at the same time, man. Like yeah, I, yeah. I I agree with you on that. Okay. And and that's fair. But at the same time, when like Flash jumps into the Speed Force and starts like running around to try to flank Superman as he's as he's fighting, you know, Aquaman, a Wonder Woman, and and 
um, Cyborg at the same time, and just like they're basically doing everything to do to, just to stop him from moving an inch, and he's just he he's kind of just like toying with them, and then all of a sudden you see the side of his face, and then all of a sudden you realize his eyes are moving, and then all of a sudden you realize he's tracking the Flash and his head is moving, and then all of a sudden the Flash is like oh fuck yeah this has never happened to me before and uh right (laughs) along with that i like how flash is still able to dodge the blows and just barely but but, by like the skin of his teeth that's important you know what it is it is yeah yeah it's just it's so masterfully done that little segment and then and then i gotta drive this point home and i think i talked about this in the patreon bit as well but like there for those that know my movie taste when it comes to this shit i live for the dialogue moments that count yeah that, that's my oh yeah and i haven't even gotten there yeah yeah, yeah yeah man is holding batman 30 feet 50 feet above ground level and says you couldn't let me live you couldn't let me die and batman says the world needed you or the world needs you and superman says but does it need you and then he said to batman so tell me do you bleed do you bleed? So that in like, that part, like that, <laughs> like, for me, like the, the do you bleed part makes sense for what has to happen next. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That little segment of you couldn't let me live, you couldn't let me die. The world needs you, but does it need you? That's that magic. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's that. Like I mean, I'm getting fucking chills too. I just got chills myself. Like it, 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 <laughs> it, it's those moments that make something memorable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? You know? Yeah, 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 It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. you've changed things. And there's so, you know? there's so few and far between, but when you get it, it is that euphoria. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it's like th- that whole, and the question is, the question is, is that like, you know, comic books in general, they're all about. I mean, don't get me wrong. We learn to love these characters. We learn to be invested in their in their drama, in their origins, and what makes them ticks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to reduce any of that stuff. But when it comes down to it, it's always about turning that page and that panel spread hitting you, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like you're like, oh shit! Look at what they did here visually. Yeah. Like, look, look, look at this bit when, when you, when the the script was flipped and all of a sudden something crazy comes out of left field and you're like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, like when Superman busts through and you turn the page and then it's Batman punching him with the kryptonite ring on and Superman's jaw like, oh, you know, and you're yeah. like, oh, ho, ho. you know, or that or that time where Hush ter- takes off the the wrappings and it's fucking Jason Todd underneath. And you're like, oh my god, you know, like like yeah. those those scenes that like spell out to you that makes makes the comic book it, it just it makes the comic books what they are, and they, and they and fucking Zack Snyder knows how to deliver that shit, man, he does, and I guarantee you, because he's a fan. You tell, yeah, you can tell that scene is is there's no mustache. Mm-hmm. And that close-up scene, there's no mustache. So that was an original scene. That shit, that was not Joe's. You know that I I don't think that I think that whole scene he's mustacheless. I don't think we see the mustache. Mustacheless. I think the mustache is in the very very first cell phone footage, and the mustache is in the conversation with him and Lois, and it's more that heartwarming fucking bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I I bet you, th- this is my prediction. That whole Lois and Clark scene is a dream, was a dream, 
And he left after they re- resurrected him. And the first time you see a- after that craziness, you know, he leaves and escapes or whatever. And then the, the next time you see Superman come is when he comes back to Alfred and Alfred tells him where, is he, where he's at. Like he knew you would come, you know? Yeah. And like you don't, you know, that like that was that scene. I, I, I bet you he didn't have space for for Lois in that in that in that time. He was so mixed up and so out of his fucking mind. And it was him. It was him saving the day at the last second. You didn't know he was coming, you know. Uh, and I, you know what? I I would have liked that better. I didn't need that scene between him and Lois. I didn't need. I, I mean, I love the fact that Martha figured out where he would be and like drove there and found him at the farmhouse. I love the fact that he was at the farmhouse. You know, that's all cool, but I I think it would have been better if it was just her dream of him. You know, yeah, I, I, I take that as a I yes. Agree. I agree. I, know, think, I, been... I think it uh I think it was supposed to bring some closure to that story, so I get it. But I'm with you. I think it would have been better. if yeah. it was just business. Um, and, 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 and it does leave questions because like there's that that last scene where he's like he's in a suit and tie with the glasses on, and he takes his glasses off and he pulls the shirt back, and you see him fly out. You're like, well, is he back in Metropolis as Clark Kent, or I mean, are they going to be, or is he living in in Smallville as Clark Kent with Lois and just flying her back and forth in the city? You know, I mean, like, like how how is their relationship and their life going to go from there? Well, I mean, is he doing is is he doing the Superman thing full time now? And like, there is no more Clark, right? You know, besides besides Lois, you know. So, I gotta I gotta start wrapping this up. Okay. Um, one thing I did want to mention, uh, you know, I've been talking about the Kirby enthusiasm. Uh, mm-hmm. This past week was another phenomenal episode. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've been talking about the accidental text on purpose. Okay. From Kirby enthusiasm. We're like, no, what is that about? So, like, like, uh, so it all starts with Jeff and Larry, right? And and, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to go see a, a, a sports game. I, I think it was football. I don't remember what it was. Sport, a sports match of some a, sort? A sporting event. And... Yes. They had tickets, and then he was like, shit, I can't go. I'm supposed to drive my wife to the airport. And, he, mm-hmm. and Larry's like, "It's just she's just going for two days. She's coming right back. He's like, yeah, I know, but she asked me. She said she wanted me to do it. He's like, that's bullshit. And Larry's like, you know what you do? He's like, what? He's like, you send her an accidental text on purpose. And he's like, what? Yeah, you, you look, send her a text. Say, oh, man, I'd love to come to that game. I've been looking forward to it all year. But as it turns out, I have to take my wife to the airport because I want to see her off safely. And I mean, she's only going to be gone for two days, but, you know, I think she still wants me to do it. She'll feel so guilty. She'll let you go to the game. And Jeff is like, accidental text on purpose. Larry's like, accidental text on purpose. So it, 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 becomes, it becomes like a thing, right? So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've talked about it on Nerd Rage. I've talked about it on SCU. Well, um, William, William Fong, he just sent me a text. And he was, yeah. and he was like, dude, that sounds great, but I don't know if Bobby would like me as a cast member on Shattered Cast. I feel bad if I ever ask Bobby himself. You know, he puts so much effort into everything. Fucking <laughs> 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 awesome! Classic, classic. I know. I, I, I've, uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's. that's I like that. Dude, that I like that. Accidental text on purpose. So, have you ever done one of those? I, I sent one. I sent one to Laura uh, just recently, like the night after, like the day after we watched the episode, like, like to be funny. Yeah, just to make her smile. So you've never used one. I, of I that have, I've never used one, but it's it, dude. It, it might be in the toolbox now. Huh. I'm trying to think if my wife would call me out on that shit. Probably not. The accidental text on purpose. It's you know, it's got merit. It's got merit. Yeah. 
All right, with that, uh, thanks, guys. Make sure you check out uh, Patreon if you want to if you want to get all the good stuff. Make sure you go see that movie <laughs> in the theater. It's worth seeing in the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, dude, you down to see it again? Uh, if I can take the, if I can get, if I can get my wife and kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bring the fans. Yeah, but it's just hard. It's just hard to get coverage for the baby. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you should take her to it. Yeah, it's, it should be. It should be her first movie experience. Yeah, it'd be a train wreck. Yeah. All right. With that, great tits. Tight dick player. <laughs>